0: This episode is brought to you by Forney Industries, official sponsor of Faction 46 and Nice Motorsports Truck Series teams. Forney offers versatile welding and plasma cutting machines, along with a full line of metalworking accessories for beginners, do-it-yourselfers, and professionals. Forney has everything you need for your next metalworking project. Shop for these top of the line products at forneyind.com. That's F-O-R-N-E-Y-I-N-D.com or at an authorized Forney dealer near you.
1: Hey y'all, Rick Houston here and I want to tell you about my new show, the Moonshine and Motorsports Racing Podcast. I've partnered up with the state of North Carolina Department of Natural and Cultural Resources to help uncover the history behind moonshining mountain boys, professional wheelmen, and the backwoods and city lights of the Tar Heel State. In the first episode, I sat down with Winston Kelly at the NASCAR Hall of Fame for a little behind-the-scenes gossip about Junior Johnson's engineering skills. He's got two things in his hand, pipe wrench and channel-lock pliers, and they weren't new. They yeah. had been they had been yeah. around the block a time or two. Wasn't so, the first deal they built? I bet. No, <laughs> no, you know, you, I think they were they had the the pliers had been red before, but paint had yeah. worn off. And in the second episode, I talked to a professional hillbilly, A.K.A. Dr. Daniel Pierce of U.N.C. Asheville, to find out the real history of moonshiners and their battles with the revenuers. He wrote about one of his experience of trying to chase down this uh, this bootlegger and this, this souped up car, and he, he complained that the government gave him these piece of crap cheapo cars and that, that were really no match, but he thought he was doing pretty good and then the guy just hits it and just takes off and practically disappears. But then the guy makes a bootleg turn uh, and comes back towards him and as he said it was a game of chicken and i was the chicken and so he ran off the <laughs> boat and actually he was the guy who who caught junior Johnson at his daddy steel when junior got tangled up in a in a barbed bar. wire <laughs> so check out the moonshine and motorsports racing podcast available on youtube dailydownforce.com and all of your favorite podcasting platforms and be sure to check out my regular show on nascar history
0: Down. We had to go for Unbelievable, man. Way to keep your head in. The- Holy f***ing bull. Hello, Oh, boy. Auto-hide. Yeah. What Yeah. I'm done with it. It's your face, That's the bell. Steve, you look beautiful. You look great. Oh, f***ing ridiculous, sir. Holy oh, f- You see that? Holy cow. Good
1: job, man. Yeah. What's
2: going on, guys? It's your boy, Darren Gilliam, aka Black Flags Matter, back for another edition of the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Okay, I had to catch my breath for a second there. But we are, um, I am privileged to be uh, joined once again by our usual panel, The Iceberg, Eric Eastep, and Danny B. Talks. How's it going, fellas?
0: Going all right. I thought my uh, uh, like stream glitched out for a second when you were just,
2: ah. Uh... <laughs> Nah, I got uh, hey, so it.
0: One, one of your more aggressive
3: openers you've had in a while.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm very long-winded, too. I'm very long-winded.
4: I just, so. <laughs> I just realized I left my AC on and it's freezing in here. I'll be right back for a second. <laughs> uh, it's too just cold it. for the iceberg.
3: Just just grab a, grab a jacket.
4: Damn, too cold for the iceberg. Never thought I'd see the day. But what's going I, on, y'all?
2: What's I going?
3: never thought I'd see the day. He'd actually leave his air conditioner on. He's always worried about us hearing it. We never yeah, do.
2: we never <laughs> hear it. We never hear it at all. But what's going on, guys? It's great to have everybody back. Uh, for another edition of the nascar weekly podcast on black flags matter i see we have uh just a little over 200 people watching make sure to click the like button we just got started dang guys you guys have been waiting for this show i know i have um but fellas let's get into it what we do each week we're already a quarter of the way into the season but we got our hot take segment first before we go over martinsville eric you start us off
0: I don't know how hot a take this is. I just want to talk about Kyle Larson for a moment because I think we're starting to witness the beginnings of another 2021 type season. I don't know if he'll get to 10 wins. I think that's going to be tough to do in the next-gen era with all the parity, everyone more equal. But he's the second driver, I guess, now to have two wins on the season. He wasn't hit with a massive penalty the way his teammate William Byron was, so he's way higher up in the points. And Kyle Larson was this close to winning the Daytona 500. He was right there in the mix on the last lap. He was this close to winning Las Vegas. He was this close to winning Phoenix. He's been this close to winning a handful of races. And, you know, earlier this week, uh, or I think it was last night, he won. I didn't see where it was. I think it was at Eldora. He won in his first ever start. I want to say it was in like a a dirt modified. I don't remember the exact type of car it was, but it was his first time driving that type of car at Eldora. And he won. And it just reminds me of 2021 when he was winning like two dirt races a week, showing up on Sundays and contending for the win every other week. I, I just think Kyle Larson is... Like right now he's the championship favorite. I think there's a great chance he's going to once again, pace the series with the most wins. Okay. Danny.
3: My hot take is a driver who was looking to get his first win in a NASCAR cup series He's won in the other two series It needs to get that one. And you know what he showed this weekend. he's got potential to do it. I think Ryan priest was probably one of the best pickups that Stuart Haas racing could have gotten. He's been to a, it's been off to a rough start to say the least, but there is quite a few tracks that still play into his favor coming up this year, New Hampshire, uh gateway, lots more of these flat tracks that they could easily uh, unload and have really good speed. So I'm keeping my eye on Ryan Priest to have another chance to uh, go for a win, and I don't think they'll make that speeding mistake again.
4: Well, mine is that, and I think this is more of a bold prediction uh, than anything, and we can write it down now, we can see if it's wrong, you know, anything like that. Uh, But I think that NASCAR, SMI, somebody is going to... Just as a crazy one-off, I don't know what they're going to do. We are going to see a completely different package in some way for the all-star race. North Wilkesboro with this package, I don't know would race that well. I don't think people want to see a Richmond race, even though I didn't think it was that bad for the all-star race at a track we've been waiting about 30 years to see. I think if it races like Martinsville, this race would be viewed as a failure. So I think that they're going to swing for the fences. And do something completely different maybe test out groove tires for that race maybe you know they talked about the relative ease of adding 50 to 100 horsepower maybe do that but they're going to do something for that race so it's not a failure or at least they tried to make it not a failure
2: stuart haas racing had the best thing it could have ever happened to them happen last weekend they were extremely dominant all four cars at the very least were inside the top seven it was absolutely crazy. Um, it was crazier to see them qualify so well. I, Eric, you were there. I know you were not expecting to see Storehouse <laughs> um, qualify that well, but they showed me enough in the race to to say I could see them winning multiple races. Now, hear me out. Hear me out first on short tracks. The short track package they have right now, we saw it at Richmond. They were better than usual but at martinsville they just completely were dominant but unfortunately since they haven't been in that type of dominating position for so long i want to say since what like 2020 well the team as a whole maybe maybe 2018 2019 to some extent um it's certainly been a while since they've been that dominant so obviously they were going to make mistakes there i mean harvick was going to be there at the end um can't fault him just you know tire issues will or, or a lug nut issue it sounds like even though it was on but then it wasn't really on I don't know it was confusing but I'm 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 going to bet right now I'm going to say this on my hottest take Storhaas Racing will win multiple races in 2023 not just with Kevin Harvick but with either Chase Briscoe or Ryan Preece
0: not Eric Almarola. <laughs>
3: No, nah, I don't, I don't know. Like,
2: he, he did good, <laughs> I, but
3: I don't know. I don't he, know, man. He might surprise us and pull off another New Hampshire.
2: Yeah. Hey, you never know. You never know. But yep. While I get the pull up of who had the hottest take, uh, Eric, you start us off. You were at, at the race, uh, last weekend at Martinsville, Kyle Larson's second victory of the 2023 season. Uh, just, what'd you think? Yeah.
0: What'd you think about uh, Larson's performance, man? I mean, I already kind of talked about a little bit of my hot take. I just think we're destined for another, 2021 light season uh and i think martinsville i think martinsville is sort of the the latest evidence i mean kyle larson has never been good here he said you know, he said before He said after he's like well after the race he specifically said he's wished for this place to flood he's wished for this place to like burn down like he he hated martinsville not good here gets in a good car good crew chief good setup with hendrick motorsports and suddenly he's in victory lane anyways. And I think that's scary. If Kyle Larson's winning at a track that he actively does not like, I just think that's scary. So I don't have a whole lot else to say. Kyle Larson was, uh, I don't know if he was the most dominant car. I mean, you saw Stuart Haas racing with priests and then later on with Briscoe leading by far the most laps. But uh, Kyle Larson's team, you can almost always count on them to execute. You know, Marisco's team, maybe bad strategy plays towards the end. They kept favoring tires over track position, which didn't really make sense. Harvick's team made a mistake on pit road. Priest sped on pit road. Larson, Cliff Daniels, that pit crew didn't make any mistakes. And in a track position race like Martinsville was, if you're fast, you just got to avoid the mistakes and you'll get the win. So uh, no, I, I, I don't have much else to say. I just think Kyle Larson winning at one of his worst tracks, uh, convincingly, I would say, um is scary for the rest of the competition.
2: And what's even scarier to me is, and I'll I'll um go to Jared next after I say this really quick. What's even scarier to me is, is that throughout the race, he was not really a true contender for the win at all, really until like you started getting some cautions and then he was back inside the top five, made the track position work, was able to to eventually pass Joey Logano. And we'll get to Joey Logano. His day was absolutely crazy. But yeah, if he's if he's doing this good on a track where he uh, typically sucks, then Oh boy. Hey, watch out, Field. Watch out. But Jared, what'd you think about Larson?
4: Uh, I want to kind of echo about the 2021 point. Uh, so in 2021, you know, he did win in the fourth race. He didn't get a second win of that season until race 15. Good point. So mm-hmm. he won nine races of what? The last 22. Yeah, <laughs> what What's to say he couldn't do something similar again this year? Now, granted, he won three in a row when he did that. Uh, but. It, it really does for me feel like, you know, I, I never really thought he went away last year. He won, he won what three races like that yeah. for mm-hmm. any normal driver. Like uh, I'd say for any driver, that's not maybe, I don't know, Joey Logano, Chase Elliott. Um, I guess previously Kyle Bush or Kevin Harvick. Like that to me is pretty good. <laughs> three, three wins is, is the usual. uh But I think that just shows how good he did that year. So I think he is definitely um, a championship four contender. You never know what's going to happen at Phoenix at that point. Uh, I think that overall, though, when it comes to to the outlook for his season, I I think it's scary. I, I just think that now that he's more used to this next gen car. Uh, it's not something that is as new as it was last year. Cause towards the end of the year, he started, it seemed like he started to get faster as the year went on. Uh, I, I think he's scary. And I think the floodgates at this point could open. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, by the way, really quick, Eric W. Thank you so much for gifting 20
3: BFM channel memberships. Really appreciate it. Danny. Go ahead. Yeah. The thing with Larson, you mentioned that he won three in a row that season. Who's to say he's not about to, I mean, I don't necessarily think he's going to win Talladega this weekend, but Hey, last year, he was second coming to the line. Uh, he, he made a bad decision on to go way up to track. And then uh, Eric Jones made an even worse decision to try to block that. But, uh, I mean, you know, he still found himself there at the end of that one. So, well, for once, it feels like he's never there. But you never know. He, he could be getting ready to go on, a you know, another 2021-esque run. You, you just never know if Kyle Larson. He could easily do it at any second. Just give him a chance. But now I will say this, though, the his two wins he's had this year – uh I, I don't necessarily think he was looking like d car in that race now he, but he did have a couple of races this season where I felt like he was d car but byron ended up getting those so you know give it more time and we'll see how it plays out for larson
2: yeah but it's certainly scary this early in the season already two wins i know william byron has two wins but i mean really hendrick as a whole is, is looking extremely scary man just Feels like it's uh it's the uh 2014 season again to some extent, you know. But uh I don't know. I always felt like in those days, like Casey Kane, like I mean, he's a he's a great driver, but out of those three, he was like, especially in 2014, he was the weakest link. As for Hendrick Motorsports, I mean, Chase Elliott, I we'll get to him later on, but I mean he's he's finally back. And I mean, scores a top 10. Um, and he really didn't have a um um the best day. I mean, he was just trying to get reacclimated, you know, to um racing um in a NASCAR race again. And he was still able to get a top 10. So this guy's the limit for Hendrick Motorsports, in my opinion. But what isn't the limit though is unfortunately um Martinsville was not viewed in the most favorable light over the weekend. Eric, you were there. I gotta be honest, like on TV. Uh, I'll be honest here. The Long Beach Grand Prix was on at the same time as the Martinsville race. And there were some part there were some times when the Martinsville race, it was like, like nobody's really doing anything. So I got to flip back and forth, back and forth. And, you know, the one difference I was noticing was and the Long Beach GP tires. We're definitely making the difference, but it didn't seem to to matter in uh um in the race at Martinsville. Uh, but you were there though, Eric. Was there a um uh, do you have a uh, a much different perspective
0: or are you kind of in the same boat as us? Yeah, I, it wasn't a great race. Now, <clears throat> excuse me. I've only been to two Martinsville races in person, and they both arguably been the two worst Martinsville races in the last like twenty. <laughs> so it's years. your
2: fault. So it's your
0: fault. Uh so compared to last year's race, spring race, where it was like 30, 40 degrees, it was a night, a night race. Uh, this race was much better. I think this race was closer to the fall race at Martinsville when they brought a softer tire last year, and it was decent. It was okay. It was watchable. It wasn't amazing. It wasn't what we come to expect from Martinsville, but it was it was serviceable. And I would consider this past Sunday's race serviceable. It's not the kind of race that I think is going to, you know, Keep renewing season tickets. It's it 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 needs work. It's not perfect. They shouldn't be satisfied. It was just serviceable in this case. If that's let me put it this way: if that's what they roll out for the fall race, which is always very consequential, always full of drama, full of storylines. If this is the product they roll out for that race, it will be disappointing, no doubt. But for a spring Martinsville race, it was fine. Um, but that was me being there in person where I have a great view of over top of the track. I can see every corner, every battle. And, you know, I don't know what TV saw or didn't see, more importantly. So it was good. Definitely need some work. Drivers have, we'll talk about drivers have said more horsepower. Maybe that's doable. Change the tire, softer compound groove tires, whatever the case may be. Get some grip out of these cars. Eliminate the shifting, if at all possible. Yes, 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 to all those things. That would make, I think that would make the Martinsville racing significantly better.
2: And really quick, Eric, a question from John P. Did you eat a Martinsville hot dog?
0: I had three or four of them. I had four this weekend. Wow, only four? Wow, I had that's two very, last year, very, so it's very
2: low. It's very
0: low, though. Well, I mean, I'm not like amazing. Jared, who stuffed like sixteen of
2: them.
4: Hey, backpack. I did, I did that too. Those are great. It was, bro. it was a necessary <laughs> deal to keep myself warm last year. <laughs> yeah, that is true. I yeah. I'll put, it, I'll put it enough.
3: like this: when I go to Martinsville in the fall, I'm planning to have a lot of cash. <laughs> i <laughs> know uh, really so, quick
2: uh i won the uh the hot take by the way so yay me i think that's three this year that's three this year i think so nice um but uh let's continue though uh jared
4: uh, go ahead go ahead on what oh, I oh well. uh, hot the, dogs yeah. no, the or, fact oh, that wendy's act. hyped yeah. up our race last <laughs> night even though it wasn't theirs like <laughs> oh, what if am i need to go on, really on quick? about that you want to talk about that? Really I mean, good? I can. I can. And yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, so we do the NR Cup series, and the first race on my channel was last night at Talladega. And at the same time, as it turned out, the iRacing like Coke series had their Talladega race sponsored by wendy's as well or not as well uh theirs was sponsored by wendy's ours (laughs) wasn't uh for about the first 50 laps you can go back and re-watch it with the chat wendy's official account is sitting there hyping us up the whole time were (laughs)
3: you guys getting more views or something
4: Yes, yeah, we actually were beating them for most of the night. <laughs> that's why.
3: I assumed. That was it. Oh. They typed
0: in iRacing, racing" and yours was the first to come up. Hey, yeah. but hey,
2: you gotta blend the admin on that one. Like you gotta look at the details. Nah, <laughs> like, uh, they just know what's true.
4: up. There's no. What's up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: at the end of the day, that's not something they can get mad
1: about. But yeah, that's, yeah.
2: that's funny though, because wow. like Wendy's, their their accounts usually roast other people, but now we can roast them. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay,
2: it was, was great. Uh, That's but, good.
4: But That's but good. talking about Martinsville, so I think out of all of us, I was I've probably been the most harsh about this race. And and it I think it's more because of my bias that this is my favorite track. Like bar none. I love Talladega. I love Chicagoland, but when it comes to racing product itself, nothing gets me more excited than going to Martinsville. Uh so for me, I was I was really disappointed by it. It was better than last year's two races, but I mean, that's just walking over a buried bar at that point, Mm -hmm. especially compared to the spring race. It was way better in the spring race, but spring race wasn't good at all. It was one of the worst races I've ever been to. Uh, As for the racing itself, I, I think that, you know, they're moving the right direction. You can tell that while tires didn't make a difference in the short run, it just like last year, it took 50, 60 laps for tires to actually kind of wear and for there to be passing. And luckily, we did see a long run to the point that we had green flag pit stops. I appreciated that. Uh, I just, when there, for me, when I hold Martinsville to a high bar, that's not the bar I have it at. There's been some mediocre Martinsville races. You know, I, I think of the 2012 fall race as one. Oh, before the, the green-white checkers. Uh, the, the 2012 spring race, which was the last time that we had, I believe, green flag pit stops in a Martinsville race. Uh, so, you know, like, like I said, I, I gave it like a 4 out of 10 just because I put this race high on the board. Like every year. I mark my calendar for it. I mark it more than I do for Talladega. So, you know, like I said, I'm probably a bit biased, but I, I, was, I was not a fan of it. There were some pros from the year before. I'm not going to be a biased fan and say everything was awful. Uh, But this is not the standard that NASCAR should look at. And I'm glad that people in the industry like Clint Boyer called it out. I mean, I think Clint even said like just straight up the short track package sucks. So let's talk about
2: that really quick. So Clint Boyer said the short track package sucks. Denny Hamlin was like, oh, this is the new NASCAR basically in a a smart ass type of way. Basically, it was just hard. Hmm. It was just really hard to pass. I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, he was out there all day. He looked pretty hot out there, too. I'd, I'd be frustrated, too.
0: Um." Um, Any others I'm missing or were those the two Uh, main ones? I think Lugano is kind of similar critical. Then Harvick later in the week on Twitter was like asking for a thousand horsepower as soon as possible. (laughs)
3: The the thing with Clint Boyer is that while Fox can make him act like a goofball at times, I've heard him actually talk serious about racing. And when he gets serious about it, he actually does a really good job with it. And he's someone whose opinion on short track racing actually value a lot because he grew up as a short dirt track racer, did a lot of short track racing. In fact, actually, if you look at the majority of his wins in NASCAR, I think most of them came in, in short track environments too. So he's someone I put a lot of value in what he has to say about short track racing and the, and the product that's being put out.
2: Yeah, I agree. I mean, like, look, definitely a step in the right direction, but like I would say a little nano baby step or maybe just like one step if I'm going to be generous. I mean, oh, go, ahead, go ahead. I just
4: go ahead. feel like at this point, you know, and you know, Maybe somebody can prove me wrong on this, uh, but based on what drivers have said, based on what teams have said, broadcasters, I don't see this fully getting fixed until you can fix the shifting issue.
2: And I, I was, I wanted to, th- I wanted to bring this up because, like, the main two problems I saw on Sunday on Twitter, um, you know, just scrolling through, were number one shifting, number two tires. Now, for the shifting, I mean. They, these cars are designed to have 5 gears. I know for um for Dirt Bristol they like um switched it up to where it only like shifts up to 4 or something. But I mean like, like I don't, I don't know like do you just I don't like know how change they... the ratio for that and and does it solve a problem because what I was noticing drivers would like overshoot um would um definitely overshoot the corners but um but uh but uh, um because uh you have the uh the the extra gear you can just you know downshift and you know you're good. You know you're good. And tires too. That was another major one,
0: tires. But I'm well, a little... the, the, the shifting. I agree, shifting should be the yeah. first thing they try to fix. I just don't know how easy that is. Can you just? I don't. I don't. I'm not technical enough. I don't know how that works. Can you I do that? If it's easy to fix, fix that first. Because I mean, second, then should be the tires, which I know you're getting at. It, yeah, I think they're easy fixes if you. Even without upping the horsepower, we stay at six seventy. If you're able to eliminate the shifting somehow, some way, that's a fix that would help. And if you can bring a softer or maybe a groove tire, people keep throwing that word around. Up until a few weeks ago, I, outside of briefly in Formula One, I feel like I'd never heard of groove tires or at least hadn't heard that phrase thrown around. So, uh, but if that's you know that sounds like it's possible, right there, those two things would fix a lot of issues. I think Ham on his podcast was basically like, if you can do one of these three, you can increase the horsepower significantly softer tire that wears or eliminate shifting you only have to do one of those three in hamlin's opinion to dramatically fix short track racing
2: i would rather them go with the shifting uh, fix the shifting issue because i feel like if you go with the softer tire aren't we going to see similar problems to what we had at the beginning of last season you know because
0: of that rim there and stuff or could i be
2: overreacting a little Well,
0: teams could yeah i mean goodyear there's a fine line they don't want to cross that yeah, because sure. I was
2: seeing like I was seeing counterpoints to um to others saying like soft tires like the counterpoints were like, oh, well, I mean, we're just, we're
4: just going to have more tire issues and stuff, you know, because we have that that rim. But I, I think I don't know all of them together can help fix it. But I think another problem, too, is, is throttle response. And this has been a problem mm-hmm. since they've started going down in horsepower. You saw when they went up to a 750 package, they started having better racing at these short tracks in the in the end of the Gen 6 era. Uh, if, if you you know especially when it comes to short tracks you need that throttle response to be able to get off the corner to make a pass get into the gas earlier martinsville in my opinion is probably one of the most throttle sensitive tracks of any of them so you're going to see this problem here more than any other track i cuz i i feel like we're probably going to see a way better bristol night race than we did last year based on on what we've seen cuz the speeds are higher but when you when you're going from like 130 to what you know 50 60 you know, I, I don't know what exactly the, the lowest it is in the corners is. I, I just, All of this together, I, I I know I'm in probably the minority on this and NASCAR doesn't want to do it because it would cost more money, but there has, to, I think, to come to a point that we need to start having different setups for different general types of tracks, whether it's mm-hmm. you know set, setting up cars a little bit differently to be specialized. I know they don't want to do it and use, you know, they can use your Martinsville car at Talladega this week, but Martinsville isn't Talladega. Just like a, a short track car won't race the you know, well on a dirt track. There needs to be some little bit of specialization more put into it, I think. Uh and, and it has to come from NASCAR's part two or I think the racing to respond better at specific tracks. Like you can't you can't expect the racing at Richmond to translate in a good way to the racing mm-hmm. at Martinsville.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh Dan, you got anything to say about that or
3: uh, nothing real. I think you guys pretty much all touched up on everything that needs to be said on it. It's part. tough.
0: Like we're not, none of us here our engineers are engineers or know exactly. Yeah. yeah, we yeah don't. I'm not going to on like I am. We yeah, can only we're, guess. You know. We're echoing. Like, I mean, like, I'm just trying to echo what Dale jr has said, what Hamlin has said, what, you know, Elton Sawyer, what I'm just echoing what the actual experts have said. I'm, and yeah, I'm pretty, good do it. I'm
3: pretty, I'm <laughs> pretty handy when it comes to my boat, my kayaks, all that, but don't but ask me about a race car. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah.
4: What I dude? just, as a fan, I like the the horsepower one. I know is the long term one you can fix. And Rob, I think what was the one from Robert Yates Engines or whatever or Yates Engineering, yeah. a one of them. Yeah, was, D- Doug Yates
0: said that yeah. they could pretty easily add a hundred horsepower.
4: He feels without too much added cost, it would take I'm a little down. bit of time,
0: maybe to. I'm down with that. Test it. I'm I just, down with it, that.
4: for for me with the horsepower part, I've noticed like every other motorsport series seems to be having their highest horsepower ever, and NASCAR keeps saying that manufacturers <sighs> don't respond to high horsepower. And as a fan, I I want it to be louder. I want to have mm. that just power there because high horsepower is
0: an, higher horsepower is always can be an easy sell to the fans. That's yes. the thing. Like, now
2: I don't know about a thousand horsepower like Harvick's yeah. talking about. Go
4: for
0: I mean, it,
2: baby! I <laughs> would it, love it. I would love it. But I'd take seven
0: fifty at this point. That I would be. I'd honestly be fine with that kind for of the time being. Over <laughs> over now. Yeah, but
2: I mean, as far as the package is concerned, I mean, like. Well, what do we see for the most part? You know, track position mattered the most. Um, there was, um, I believe this was either stages one or two, but Chastain, um, well, I actually no, stage two because Chastain, I think he almost got lapped stage one. And then stage two, he just doesn't pit. And he's just, he's just running away from the field. Like, he, like it's nothing, like he had the best car. And then Todd Gillen stayed on two tires. Now, eventually the field caught back up to them. But would it take like 20, 25 laps, maybe longer? Something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, there are a few different moments of drivers staying. I mean, look at how the race ended. You had uh, Briscoe with four tires, couldn't get past Logano, and um, who was directly in front of Briscoe um, in like third at the end of that race. Oh, I cannot remember now. But there were drivers with who had not, oh, Hamlin. Hamlin had not taken tires. He had stayed out. Briscoe had put four on. He couldn't get by. It was weird, though, because then deeper in the field, Chase Elliott put four tires on and drove from like 20th to 10th in the final. Yeah, yeah. So there are yeah. some drivers able to pass at different points in the race. Like in the first stage, uh, Ryan Blaney drove from like thirtieth to thirteenth without much help. But then,
2: help. but then once he got to thirteenth, he took stalled him forever to pass. Yeah, and he, he was like, out. "I can't so pass it, anymore."
0: It was weird. It's like whether whatever tires you were on, whatever setup you had, it, it was just it was weird. Like Alex Bowman at one point in the first half was flying up through the field, making easy passes, and then you know, yeah, second yeah, half, the yeah, race, Jarrett, he's
3: like, Jarrett was telling me like, "Stop fishing, watch Danny." I was As like, I then
0: then that's he's that's like it. nothing he like lost some tracks just on pit road i think or maybe some yeah. strategy he was back in like 11th and i'm thinking well it's 11th he'll still move forward he just did it and then he didn't mm. and so it was just weird it, it was like sun coming out clouds cover it, there seemed to be a lot of variables some guys could pass at certain points but by and large it was very difficult for yeah. sure very
2: difficult yeah i mean it was difficult for them to pass and then you could just watching from tv it was extremely it was just it was hard to watch sometimes I'm not gonna lie but i mean erica before we move on i mean was it
0: hard for you to watch sometimes or did it look I, better at times but i mean i'll say this unlike last year um every single time i looked up someone was making a move on somebody even if it was for 30th there was always a side-by-side oh. there's one side-by-side battle on track oh. at all times sometimes yeah. it was just someone getting lapped but there's always side by side. And I cannot, I remember in last year's race, I want to say it was, I want to say it was BJ or whoever's driving the 78 was trying to stay on the lead lap. And they were able to hold off William Byron for like 50 laps. And I'm like that. That did not happen this time well, around. You
4: talk <laughs> about side by side and people going back and forth. We had that with uh LeJoy and Kyle Busch back and forth a couple laps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, and
0: then LeJoy
2: had to oh, nudge him out the way. I
4: will say LeJoy went on his podcast and started saying that was he was intentionally going after Kyle Busch and stuff. Is he going to get a penalty? It's
0: Ooh. No. Huh? Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. I mean, interesting. NASCAR interesting. wants to be fair and all. We'll talk about that. Yeah, a bit, but just yeah. Like, what I
2: thought
0: was interesting in that Lejoy clip you're talking about is he he was under the impression that Kyle bush was looking for a caution and was intentionally trying to cut his left rear down, like really? like he thought Bush was intentionally uh, trying to get into you, Lejoy's <laughs> left rear to <laughs> cause a caution, like I, cut the tire. And I I'm just like real, damn, that's sneaky.
2: If that was his that actual is.
0: intention, that is sneaky.
2: I just realized this. It wasn't a good weekend for both of the Bushes, right, Danny?
0: Oh, yeah,
3: no, Braxton (laughs) Braxton Bush, like had almost everything that could possibly go wrong, go wrong at Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway. Welcome.
2: Welcome to the fairgrounds, buddy. Yeah. No, it's tough. I mean, like, but also the U.S. Nationals were out there, too. So, like, they were just wrecking every lap. It was was a
3: lot of competition. uh, A lot of a lot of good guys uh, did that. But it was a lot of fun getting to see that side of the racing sport. Uh, yeah. Me and, me and Claudia, we, we hung out with uh, Nathan Lyons and his team got to see a little bit of behind the scenes of their legend car. So it's pretty cool to catch up on all that. Yep. And shout out to IDK doing this commentating deal. Yep. Couldn't ne- could ne- could ever hear him, but... Uh, now,
2: don't worry. We'll get that fixed eventually. It's not his fault though. <laughs> we'll get it fixed. We'll get it fixed eventually. But That's
3: as, as just, need, a, need an upgrade, SMI. Let's upgrade yeah, the sound yeah, system.
2: Yeah, SMI. We're waiting on you. We're waiting on you. But uh, back to Martinsville. So let's get back. To Stuart Haas racing, um, overall, a very strong run. Uh, I didn't expect that. And I know for a fact, none of us were expecting that. I mean, Harvick maybe, but the team as a whole, no, not even close. But then, wow, like, uh, I mean, Mike Joy even said it on the broadcast, like, dang, like Ryan Priest is sticking up the show. Leads what, 135 laps? Something crazy like, like that? I'm like, yeah.
4: 135 or something.
2: Yeah, like something insane. I'm like, wow. But here's the thing, though. Here's, here's where they messed up. And, and, and uh, this is why I'm going to cut them some slack on this, you know, because again, they haven't been in this position in a while. So <laughs> they technically got the number one stall, right? But this year they actually pushed it back. So, so actually in, um in all, in all actuality, the number one stall was the number two. Now in the old, in the good old days in the um original number one stall, you could just, you know, go full throttle and get off the pit road. No problem. But uh, Ryan Priest uh, and his crew didn't realize that. I'm gonna put that more on the crew chief because you're you're in charge of box selection, right? Shouldn't you know that? Not the that's driver. You, you inform they, the driver?
4: I'm, yeah, I, I feel
0: like I feel like in general, yeah, that's crew chief. Yeah. A little bit of the driver. You guys got to do your homework, well, I guess. That, that's mostly it's,
4: crew chief, though, right? When's the last time they've been Probably. up front, like consistent. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, true, true, true. Kurt but Bush, again,
2: yeah it, it's been a while it's been a while they they just didn't know what to do all the way they didn't know what to do like, i don't know what
4: to, do. what to do with my hands
2: yeah but i mean let's just talk about them for a brief moment eric I, I mean i had said i think they can win multiple races on short tracks alone this year just just short tracks everywhere else still a lot of work to do but even though they didn't you know get the um um get the uh the the overall result they wanted uh, do you think store Haas racing is starting to go in the right direction or
0: is this just a fluke? Eric Almirola looked really good at New Hampshire a couple years ago and hasn't done shit since. Uh, so I, I don't know. It's one good race for sure. Optimism. I think short there's, I think New Hampshire in a few months. Yeah. Stuart Haas. I'm probably going to pick a Stuart Haas driver based on what I saw this last weekend, but I, don't know, I I can't help but dwell on the missed opportunity of this. Yeah, it's great that they had some speed, but to get one top five out of it with uh, Briscoe, I believe that's, in fifth and Elmer sixth, which is good. That's but what I'm
2: saying. It's been a while. It's been just a while. the
0: mistakes, the pit crew mm-hmm. in Harvick's case, the driver or crew chief in Priest's case, and then Briscoe just you know put tires on a track in, in a track position right He so just he missed those opportunities, and with SHR. That's a bold prediction, Darian. That's why you won the hot take segment. I'm not (laughs) sure they're going to get that many more opportunities to win this season. So that's a shame. I I just couldn't help but think dang, like Larson, like one of y'all said this, or I think Danny maybe said it. I don't remember who said it. Larson did not have the best car in this race, yet he's in victory lane. Because they didn't make mistakes. Maybe it was Darian. I said, yeah, I, I don't said. remember who said that. Uh, no. it, was,
3: it was me. I said that. Oh, oh wait, did you? I don't know.
4: Uh, Maybe he said something
3: similar. I don't know.
4: <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Sorry, Danny. <laughs>
0: Claim it if
3: you want it, because it's probably <laughs> a universal thought. So Yeah,
4: yeah. This is just for me with Stuart Haas. I, I, They do this once or twice a year where all of them show up, and it's like 2018 all over again, and everyone starts asking, like you're asking uh, for the poll. like Are they coming back? And they never do. They just get worse, like that. It, it's every now and then they perform how they should, and then they don't. I, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, Harvick, we know is going to be up front no matter what, even if up front is fourth to eighth. Briscoe, honestly, has been doing pretty serviceably so uh-huh. far. What well, back to back top
2: fives, right?
0: Back to back top. I think five? so. With a broken yeah. finger, yeah, yeah. And
4: Impressive. then there's the other two, like Almirola. He's going to probably have one more top ten this year. Maybe he'll have a fluke win. Priest gets collected in everyone else's stuff, so I don't. I don't really take anything from this. Yeah, they, mm. they've they've run up front before, but they always manage to find a way to just screw it up. So, so until they can consistently do this, and I don't even mean lead laps. I just mean run in the top ten, get a ton of stage points, do something that shows that the, you know there's more life in you than there was the year before. I'm not gonna trust them. So, right now you're saying Fluke Run? Is that safe to say? I'm saying Fluke Run for now. Okay. And Everyone then I mean, besides
2: Harvick. And yeah. the chat agrees too. I mean, 60%, but also 40% think they're on the comeback trail. They're,
3: so, they're I mean, holding. it's not as bad. Yeah. Our I hope- think they're not all gloom and doom like some may think. It's not like they're going to just. Tank and disappear forever right now. Wait,
2: wait, wait, hold on. If they if they tank, uh, do they get a uh the uh, number one? They draft get the number <laughs> one draft pick, <laughs> they get Josh Berry.
3: <laughs> they, they get zane Smith. Actually they could. Hey,
4: like, hey, hey
2: that, that's good reason to tank.
4: <laughs> they don't get Bush, apparently, from what the rumors are. Oh yeah, Kyle or the beer. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
4: Go ahead,
3: Danny. Uh but no, I don't think it's all gloom and doom right now. I think I'm still sticking to my prediction. That I don't think Harvick wins a race in his final season, but I think we could still see somebody get a win with SHR this year. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think they'll win a race. I think SHR wins a race. I think it's Harvick, and I think it's New Hampshire. No. I'm gonna go out there and say that right now.
2: Now, when I say multiple, I'm talking like
0: two, two.
2: You know what I mean? I like Harvick, and then maybe yeah. someone else. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't. You guys don't think on you know with the short track package they could steal a couple?
3: I, 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 so I I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not even looking at just short tracks. I mean, let's 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 not keep our eye off of Ryan Priest at Nashville Super Speedway.
2: Oh yeah, well he has one there. Good point. Yeah. But go, going
4: off before. the prompt of short tracks, what's the short tracks left? Martinsville, Bristol, Richmond. Yeah, I mean, so there's only way is later. later in the is you'll is have Richmond tracks in that the, race like a short track too. Is
0: Richmond in the playoffs? No, it's in uh, it,
4: July now. Okay, so the, yeah, they moved probably? it. So there's only I
0: think two true
4: no. Two? Two. Yeah. One,
0: short track before the playoffs? How...
4: Yeah, well, There's one Richmond... before the playoffs and then two in. Yeah, Richmond's in yeah. July. Then you got the Bristol night race. For me, the way I'm seeing it is, you know, Martinsville, I don't see, other than Harvick, a Stuart Haas guy being in contention for a championship. I mm-hmm. think Briscoe's run last year is very hard to replicate. Replicate, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would say, for me at least... I'm seeing the guys going for a championship up front at Martinsville, or if they're the ones who aren't going for a championship, they're ones who should be, that got eliminated or were around there. Bristol. I don't know about you guys, but for me, I'm looking at maybe a Kyle Busch resurgence. I'm looking at RFK who did pretty darn good there last time. Uh, And then Richmond. Are we, are we going to just look at Harvick Harvick's for me, the only bullet that I can rely on if you're, from the hand that Stuart Haas has.
2: No, it's fair. I mean, it's fair. I mean, Briscoe is improving back-to-back top fives, but again, it's only two races. So I want to see where we are, you know, like five, six races from now, if he's still performing um, near that level. But um, end of the poll, 65% of you are saying no way SHR is not on the comeback trail, but uh, only um, 35%. Also, um, they disagree though. Maybe maybe it's like Jared said, hope. So so, uh, we'll find out. We'll find out though um let's move on we're gonna move on um we already talked about the green flag stops basically like it, yeah. yeah it's first time since when uh jared 2012 you said the spring race
4: spring race i remember yeah. that i remember that really clearly i uh, because,
2: i do i do too because you remember too.
4: our favorite guy takes the lead and i'm like oh yep. man he got the lead and he's in yeah
2: yeah,
4: yeah. <laughs> it was sort like snap, snap, snap. Like, mm-hmm. like, I'm like, wow, Junior got the lead. That's really strong. Oh, there he goes. No, take it away. <laughs> yep. I, take I, it away. W-
3: what was worse, 2012 spring or 2011 spring? Oh,
4: 2011 was painful. Yeah, 2011 yeah. was painful. Yeah, I was watching that with my late grandma, man. I We're laughed so, at 2012. Uh. Like, I, yeah. I I, was... That's funny. What, most people say LOL when they're texting, and it's just like, <laughs> eh, like that. No, I was like, actually, like loudly laughing at the tv at that point because mm-hmm. it was just you absurd. were you were laughing your ass off i, mean, I, I was actually laughing I your was. ass off for real actually <laughs> well at that point i was so skinny i probably didn't even have an ass but no uh, oh god <laughs> <laughs> bro, hey you think i'm skinny now you didn't see me back in the day no, 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 i know you, you ran cross country i did yeah <laughs>
3: <laughs> moving on
4: yeah moving on moving on
2: but hey, uh, well, speaking back of much well, <laughs> speaking of uh, um, the current most popular driver, hey, Chase Elliott, man, you know, give him a round of applause, you know, silent round of applause, you know, top 10. Um, I'll be honest, you know, I think I had said last week that at the very least I was expecting a top 10 finish. Um, As far as where he would run, I was expecting mostly top 15 because it was his first race back. I mean, I know Martinsville is the track he's won at. He's um done pretty well at and, um, uh, in general. But the problem is, is that, I mean, he... You know, miss six races it's gonna take some time um but really that team showed me a lot in the final um in the closing laps i mean they were like outside the top 20 and then yeah they had some cautions fall their way but all of a sudden they got the car just right enough for chase elliott to finally pick some guys off towards the end there you know to showcase his talents um also a really cool picture was taken after the race too of Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, and Bubba Wallace all just talking to somebody should somebody should like frame that or something like that too. That'd be a pretty cool picture to get in the sign.
3: Frame it and then randomly put it in a thrift store.
2: Oh. (laughs) Wait, so really quick, really quick. Bubba Wallace's wedding picture was in a thrift store for some reason. In one of those, like for sale. Um, yeah,
3: it was for sale. For
0: four dollars.
3: Yeah. Oh, you didn't see that, Eric? Yeah. Yeah, Oh no, I
0: didn't see that. Was that on Twitter or something? yeah, Yeah, yeah.
3: I'll yeah, but, I'll find it and send it back in our track. yeah.
2: But Bubba was funny. <laughs> he was like, Well, um now three fifty and we have a deal, not four so dollars. That's gonna look too much.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> but, so uh, random. What that was heck? funny.
2: Yeah, but but back to the race though. Chase Elliott, props to him, top ten. I'm saying that give it until like around the Coke six hundred, then I think he'll be like a hundred percent good to go, and that's when I think we'll see um a different Chase Elliott, you know, like. I don't want to go as far as to say Kyle Bush 2015 yet. I don't want to go as far as to say that. We got to see some more. But it did take Kyle Bush a while, though. It, it took him a
4: while, though, too. But so. I, for me, I just, because it's so early in the season, just like then, and just like how I felt about then, I just, at this point, you know, you don't know really what to expect yet. You know, you mm-hmm. know that Chase Elliott year in and year out, has always been a playoff driver. He's never missed. Always been top 10 in points. So he's been really consistent when it matters, too. For me, it's just this nine team so far this year, I can't gauge how well they've run because you're running with three different drivers in a weird circumstance. I, I, I'm not hitting the panic button. I'm not even close to doing that. Mm-hmm. I just I want to see a few races of Chase Elliott and Chase Elliott running up yep. front, you know, getting stage points, leading laps, doing his thing. Hey, it's Talladega, you know, he's pretty good there. I, I think he did pretty well last time we were there. So, oh yeah, that
2: was an awesome race, by the way. No BS cautions or whatever. That was cool.
0: Just straight up racing, yeah. liked it. But Eric, I, I think, think I think Chase Elliott. I don't think I need to see much. I think he's going to be in contention to win this weekend. I think he'll be in contention to win Dover. I think he'll be in contention to win Kansas. I think he's going to run like top five, top 10, the next three, four five weeks through the Coke 600. At least I don't know what comes after the Coke 600. He'll probably run gateway. top five, top 10 there.
4: Um, I can gets in the way of gateway. Oh yeah. <laughs> gateway is a
0: little bit of a weird track. So, I'll, but I, I just think like chase Elliott, I worry maybe he rushed his himself back a little because this next run Ooh. of race tracks is so good for him. Martinsville, Dega, Dover, Dover man with Hendrick. Mm. My gosh But, uh, but he seemed fine. He ran all 400 laps. I mean, yeah, he looked exhausted afterwards, but you know, he's just building back that muscle. If there, I don't know if there's like a lot of pain. I didn't really hear him complain about pain at any point this weekend. It's just, just working those muscles back in. He's got, you know, weeks to do that. I I think he'll, I think he's going to be, I think he's 95% right now. And it's really just going to come down to kind of like you said, Jarrett, how good is Alan Gustafson and that nine team? Mm -hmm. Yeah. The rest of Hendrick looks pretty good, so I have a feeling Gustafson and Chase Elliott are gonna hit the ground running pretty fast.
4: I know, and- I know. When I broke my leg um, and having to get back into the groove of doing stuff with like football, luckily I did. I I guess, if you if you can be lucky in breaking a leg, uh, <laughs> I did mine well before the season. But you know, you you do lose a lot of that muscle mass. A lot, you know, you had the muscle memory, but it's just it takes a lot to get back. Uh, but I mean, I was say i'm trying to remember the exact timeline i know i was ahead of schedule because i followed everything the doctor told me to but if if i remember right i was out of the cast out of the boot by may and i was within a month back to normal and and this was playing football Mm -hmm. which i no disrespect to nascar drivers but getting tackled by you know on your legs i think does a little more on the play by play lap by lap whatever by whatever basis so I think I think it'll take maybe a week or two. Get back in the groove of things. Maybe be on the sim a little bit. Just, but like I said, I think it will be fine. And I, I wasn't saying that to like saying I'm raising alarm bells. I think it will be fine. Yeah. I, you know, looking at how far back he is in points, and the fact that if he gets stage points and runs up front, I'm not going to rule out with how inconsistent this field has been so far, him making up enough points to still be in that conversation. I know yeah. it's like I think 132 back or 130 back. I could see I could see him making that up. I could. I oh, could. Actually, it's coming across the ticker right now. 130 back, and there's <laughs> how many races left? Seventeen. So yeah. he would have to make up uh, seven to eight points a race on uh who's sixteenth right now? Briscoe? So yeah, I believe it's going. Just, just so just run top five of a race. You got this, Chase. Go get it. <laughs> run like you normally do
3: yeah there you go just run run like normal
4: but um i, I, asked the, I, I oh, think oh,
3: I, I think i think elliot will get a win i don't know where to be but i think he'll get a win at some point this season yeah
2: well the chat agrees i mean well i'd put kind of a funny poll i was like how many wins do you uh does uh, chase elliot get in his um in his return uh five percent say zero wow and then 78 percent are saying in the one to three range 50 uh 15 percent in the four to eight and then only two, we actually have two percent in the nine plus range. I don't know, but that would be crazy. Nine for nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that'd be crazy if he gets nine plus or nine or 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 uh, or more wins there. But no, that'd be
4: insane for sure. By the way, but, uh, it was uh, yeah. in sixteen. That Obrusko's fifteen. Oh, okay, yeah, all, all right, right. It'd be easier, but. Uh, Yeah.
2: Um, But I think that about covers it for everything in the race. But I wanted to go over the top 10 just one final time really quick. Uh, I feel like I've been doing that almost every um, every show. Uh, Kyle Larson obviously gets the win. Joey Logano in second. But Joey Logano ran like Dog water the entire day.
0: I think and, I saw it might have been Dustin Long or somebody like tweeted that that was the worst average running position for a second place finisher. Yeah. I don't know about ever, yeah. but maybe but like since they started tracking that stat, something yeah. like that. Yeah, I was like,
3: listening to it on MRN and I heard them say Logano has done horrible. He's going to lap down, and all of a sudden it's like, wait, he's he's going to finish second. Yeah, I yeah, was confusing.
2: caught that caution, but also he wasn't the, the short only track one, racing. <laughs> he wasn't the you only never one, know, though. fellas. Because Martin Trex Jr. finished third and he ran like dog water. A yes, day. he did. He did. Yeah. And Danny Hamlin fourth. Uh, Chase Briscoe with the uh, broken finger rounds out the top five. And he uh, has that fixed now, correct? He has he that fixed. It's, it's this
4: one, though, by the way, isn't it? Oh,
2: that one. Oh, which one is it? Middle which finger. <laughs> okay. Then, oh,
4: I like tried not to flip off the camera, but. <laughs> well,
2: I, I actually broke this one.
3: <laughs> Somebody clipped that.
4: I was like, wait, this. <laughs> Wait, this
3: uh, uh, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Which finger did you break? Oh, this one.
4: That that'll be a great one to put out onto Twitter. Yes, NASCAR please, YouTube flips off over four hundred fifty <laughs> people. We're
2: flipping off the audience. Uh, for over four hundred fifty, make sure to click like button, everybody. Um, but a P six, Eric Almarola. P seven, Ryan Blaney p8 ricky stenhouse jr p9 bubble wallace and running out the top 10 is chase elliott now in eighth and ninth ricky Stenhouse jr i mean he has the win but i mean he did say he wants to run well every race though even though he does have the win um so good good signs and then bubble wallace had a very up and down day too like he was like a lap down at one point and then he even bumped his like he even bumped Denny hamlin his car I'm like what is this like hamlin was in the lead and like i i, I know you don't want to get laughed but it's like you're not going to pass him again like i don't
0: i don't know what the point of that was to be honest with you but yeah it sounded like hamlin kind of laughed it laughed it off a little bit uh on his uh podcast uh-huh. but I, I was watching okay. that thinking like
2: okay <laughs> i just
0: say wait that i saw him hit him once and i said that's yeah. something he hit him two and, or three more times so. and
2: i and i guess before we move on to the ratings too um one final thing uh, what was the deal with that tire i almost forgot what was the deal with that tire I, I nascar just funniest. didn't see it
4: funniest part well so the way they explained it is that nascar couldn't see it from the tower and they don't look at the tv at all and mm-hmm. i i was and at first i was like i don't believe that but then thinking about back on the broadcast their camera right at it and clint boyer i don't see it where is it at <laughs> and
1: i'm
4: like <laughs> clint clint see, this is why Wait, Stop playing the earlier. role this, is why, they, playing the this room. is why they cut your mic earlier, Clint, which it, halfway through one of the runs, Clint's like, "Yeah, you see a lot of track position in it." Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> like that's enough. That's enough for you it today. Was just, Clint.
0: It's, it's, it's like, hey, did Bobby when, Labonte uh, get a word in? Yeah, but
3: I don't know.
2: But I kind of forgot he was there. Like I don't know. Like he's a. I mean, uh, he's obviously a uh, a Hall of Famer. But as far as him in the broadcast booth, I don't know. I really didn't like. I wasn't really feeling him too much. I could be in the minority. I, I mean,
0: I heard a decent amount of the TV broadcast, and I just feel like I didn't really hear him talk that much. So I, I it, after sitting on it, I was like, "Did did I hear from Labonte today? <laughs> <laughs> did I hear? Did I hear?" <laughs> oh man,
2: but no, Martinsville, uh, very interesting weekend. We'll see what happens in the future as far as the package stuff is concerned, the racing, that sort of thing. Hopefully, it gets fixed ASAP. But uh Jarrett, uh, for the first time in the 2023 season.
4: I think we have some positive news as far as the ratings are concerned. Correct? I swear I'm going to try and not rain on everyone's parade with every little bit of looking (laughs) Uh, into everything. You got to tell us the truth. You got to tell us the truth, though. There's actually positives that are like objectively positive, Mm you know, looking past even the cup race. But uh, this race got 1.26 in the rating department and 2.218 million viewers. So up 14% in ratings. Up 18% in viewership. Now, the key demo had 392,000, which is 17% of the audience. So, uh, I'm just going to say, now, this race should have been up from last year. This race last year was a rain-delayed Saturday night race. Uh, I saw, I believe, Cindy Yen on Twitter does the breakdowns. And she did a breakdown of it and showed that, actually, when you adjust, it would probably be like a 3 to 4% down, but basically around the same level, which be real, is a lot better than a lot of races have been doing. Uh, breaking down the numbers a little more, the key demo was actually down 3% in total audience between 18 and 49 from last year. Even though last year's had under 2 million viewers, at 401,000 in the key demo to this year's 392. Uh, so not great there. Uh, and then it, looking at the last... Comparable races for the most part. Uh, It was down 3% from 21 and 10% from 19, though 19 is an outlier. The Xfinity races were my interest peaks. The Xfinity race, which didn't have a rain delay, which didn't have anybody coming back that would move the needle, which didn't have anything really that different from last year, was up 5% from 2022 with almost 900,000 total viewers, which for a Saturday night Xfinity race is pretty good. Yeah. The rain-delayed truck had a uh, 24% decrease from last year, with only 347,000 watching. So, to put it in perspective, more people between the ages of 18 to 49 watched the Cup race than total viewers of the truck race.
0: Wow, that's rough.
2: Yeah, that, that is rough. That is very rough. I mean, you know, Xfinity being up 5%—very good. I mean, but what does that tell you, though, Jared? What does that tell you? More um, audience, Xfin- Yeah,
4: more audiences. I think I. My, I feel like my theory. I'm, I'm until it's completely busted and proven wrong. I, I think that my theory of the core audience being there more, uh, and the casual audience having eroded further. I think that's the way it it it's looking for now. Yeah, I agree.
0: I, I actually think that's a really good, uh, theory. I just get concerned that that eighteen to forty nine demo. How the hell? I didn't see that until now. How in the hell did we lose total viewers in the eighteen to forty nine? De- you know, demo from a between a Saturday night. I'm so bad at talking, I whatever, but from You're a Saturday it. night race to a Sunday afternoon race, Chase Elliott is back, a young driver. How in the frick did we lose 18 to 49 viewers? I don't want to. We could talk for hours, we do this every few weeks about what mm-hmm. NASCAR needs to do to do better, but like, holy damn. Well, like, that's I, just, oh,
1: and
2: honestly, you, you really can't brutal. blame NASCAR for not doing anything because earlier in the week, not only were um were they running these uh, freaking Chase Elliott ads everywhere, even on YouTube, Chase Elliott was on the freaking Pat McAfee show. Yeah, in front of exactly. so so how did we viewers. lose young yeah.
0: viewers? That doesn't oh. make any sense to me. I just I don't know. It's it's, it's depressing. It is depressing. Mm-hmm.
4: What What I what I look at with it is I don't think marketing your most popular driver is wrong. I think you should do that. What you should also do is market the others because if Kyle Larson, well, maybe that's not the best example (laughs) to use, uh, (laughs) Ryan Blaney. If Ryan Blaney were coming back, they probably would only have a brief mention of it. And in my opinion, Ryan Blaney, even with a kind of a drier sense of humor, is still somebody who's really good uh, to, to put out there when it comes to personality. He's a really good driver out there. And and you wouldn't have that same push. And I think a lot of different drivers are like that. They need to push more drivers than just the most popular driver. They didn't learn this with Dale Jr. for 20 years. Hey, you can't just push one driver to be the needle of your sport. And then, oh, crap, he's gone. What do we do now? Yeah, what do you do? You would think maybe 2012 when he was out for two races. Oh, that's, that's kind of weird. We saw a bit of a tick down. Maybe we need to do something different. Nothing. 2016, this is half the damn season. Maybe we should do something different. Nah, don't worry about it. Just put some flex seal on it. Uh, okay. <laughs> twenty eighteen, he's gone. We're down like twenty percent. Nah, we'll just, just hey, let's just get on with uh Chase Elliott. Right Chase. Business as Elliott usual. All the way. Ride is cocktails. And I'm not saying that that it, a bad thing about Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott will get those core fans, those NASCAR mm-hmm. fans. Who's gonna be the Jeff Gordon? Uh, you know, Dale Jr. got the core fans, but I think Jeff Gordon had a further reach the fans outside mm-hmm. of core fans. Who's going to be that Jeff Gordon you get next? I know Jeff Gordon's a once-in-a-generation guy, but you can have multiple people fill that role.
0: Yeah.
4: That's I Chastain. don't know.
0: I, <laughs> I it, Honestly, it is. I feel like Chase Elliott, it's like what this proves is Chase Elliott hasn't actually attracted any younger fans. It's just the Bill Elliott, Jeff Gordon fans. Yeah. That have mm-hmm. hung around. That's that's what it feels like. I'm I'm sure there are, obviously there's some people probably watching or listening to us <laughs> that are that have gotten into the sport in the last few yeah, years. Yeah, that tread, younger Eric, tread
3: lightly, Eric. Yeah, tread, Icarus, Eric. tread I, lightly. I've seen plenty of younger Chase Elliott fans. Oh, I'm sure there's
0: some, yeah. but I, I I'm telling you, it just tells me that the vast majority of his audience are are the old school fans. They're Bill Elliott and Jeff Gordon fans. Yeah.
4: How junior fans yeah. for a lot of the time were. I mean,
0: yeah. It's and it's just that's the problem. The problem is that you have a Twenty-something-year-old championship caliber, caliber driver with recognizable sponsors. He's an attractive guy, and he's not bringing. He's not moving the young fan needle in a significant way. He's not bringing in the young fans. Like, holy shit, that's a missed opportunity.
2: Yeah. Hey, I don't hey, know. Eric, well, Eric, now I got to ask you this: What other drivers do you find attractive?
3: Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm just okay. You know, I, I know. I know how we're how making. How many attractive men do we have
0: racing in NASCAR, Eric? This is what people want to know about i think there's i think there's a few that don't don't cut it out
4: i think there's a brian blaney great example i well i'm i, I know we're kind of making me a keep joke going? out of it i know <laughs> yes. we're kind of, i know we're kind of making a joke out of it but yeah you can interpret it in different ways and i know i'm going to read too far into the joke i don't care yeah. because attractive for can go for different ways you can be right. you know physically attractive <laughs> but you can mm-hmm. also be attractive to a sponsor by how you perform you can be attractive to new fans by different things you do i i keep going back to it the fact that most people outside of nascar don't know a damn thing about ross chastain unless you pull up a a like 12 second clip and they can't name him that that proves you need to change something in the marketing department. yeah the fa- i mean the fact that you know i i decided to you know anytime i really talk about nascar with anyone I, I want to bring up Ross Chastain without bringing up the hail melon to see how many people know who he is. And outside of somebody who I saw that, who I met at one point, it was like, Oh yeah, uh, my brother watches NASCAR. So yeah, I know who Ross Chastain is anyone who has no connection to NASCAR. Doesn't know who he is. People outside of NASCAR, a lot of them, especially younger people, are not going to know who some guy who is nearly in his fifties and is grumpy all the time is in Kevin Harvick. They're not going to know mm-hmm. who he is. Mm-hmm. That's that is NASCAR's fault. You failed in marketing some of your best drivers ever. Well,
0: I want to. I, I don't want to put it all on NASCAR. I, I think the drivers and the teams fail miserably at marketing themselves more yeah, times. Yeah, to than some I, extent. Yeah. I just. I'm, I'm, I, I just think they do. They so many drivers' reluctance to be on social media reluctance to go out in front of the cameras more often and like i think chase Elliott doing the pat McAfee show is great yes. more of that it's awesome that mm-hmm. he had chase out i'm sure nascar pulled some strings there no doubt so i give nascar credit they, honestly there nascar probably drove that i doubt what? that was hendrick motorsports or oh. chase Elliott taking that initiative and that's okay. the problem i just feel like we don't the drivers themselves don't seem to care enough about it. like too many mm-hmm. of them don't realize that their job is more than a race car driver whether yeah. they like to admit it or not that their job is much more than
4: that i, I have a question though how many of you guys watched it live
0: Oh, uh, i did okay mcafee oh i didn't i didn't watch it live
4: danny do you watch i it was live? out i
0: was driving i briefly like as i gas station check on it. i was
3: busy
4: of work so i went back and watched it the next day okay darian did you watch anything after no i did within a minute of Elliot being off the air they were Dissing on the playoffs, dissing on stage racing, talking, ba- like, just basically, like, I don't, I'm not going to watch it with that stage crap. Screw this. I'm not going to do that. What
0: wait, who Pat, Does the, the Pat McAfee if he watched
4: NASCAR? No, he, he has, like, no, no, he he, like he's, he's aware
0: people. of it a little.
3: No, 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 Hold on, no continue, say, continue. He
4: has 10 people in there. And as mm-hmm. soon as they get off, they get off the air with Chase. He's like, Chase Elliott, nice guy, really good. Hope he gets a win, blah, 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 blah. What do you guys think? Well, I'm not watching this. I don't know. I don't want to watch the stage race. <laughs> What does that send immediately? And yes, I know that's the brand, right? I know,
2: I know. But, but
4: at that point, so you, you're you're live in front of like 50,000 people, probably all under the age of 30. And mm. all they hear is, oh, we just had this guy on. We pretty much had him on because he's famous and this sport's really kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That's pretty bad. That's, I didn't, yeah, that, I didn't even pretty... see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dude, like, wow. it's like right after I only like,
3: like, got to. I only got to watch the actual like clip they posted. Wow. I didn't watch the live stream. No, I wow. I
4: because I I caught it live like about ten minutes after it ended, and I rewound it, and I'm like, oh, this is, actually this is pretty cool, you know. And oh, Chase Elliott. Well, and Chase Elliott is is I people get on Chase Elliott for being like vanilla, is what they say. In my opinion, I think he has a lot of personality in what he says. It's just he delivers it in that kind of like I won't say howdy doody. Howdy oh, doody no, type. But, like or... people always be like, oh, he's so monotone. It's like listening to a robot, blah, blah, blah. I, that's I basically Bill Elliott, though, right? Wasn't no, that Bill Bobby Elliott? Labonte. That's, that's terrible. Yeah. Drivers have personality in that. I Chase Elliott has personality. And I think he had plenty of personality on there. He was having fun. He was laughing, joking with Pat McAfee. I, I just hey, heck God, I'll, I'll say this
3: as as much personality as he has today, and Jarrett might agree with me on this. At certain points in Dale Junior's career, I felt like he was the most monotone. Oh, wait, often, no. often stuttered a lot in what he said. He, he, he's wor- worse than I am right now. Talking at times.
4: <laughs> oh, Dale Junior! In if you watch a lot of his interviews, especially at the track in the early two thousands, yeah, the car's really good and all. You know, I think Budweiser and this, this, and this, and yeah, it was pretty. But Dale, how was how how was it out there? Yeah, it was good. Like <laughs> it's similar with Chase <laughs> Elliott. Like, yeah, Junior I really agree. didn't come out of his show and honestly be fun to listen to in an interview until, until he got his own probably, thing until probably. Well, I would say like the early Hendrick years, late DEI years is when he started to. Yeah, but then and- 2014, it really took off with like social media and stuff. He finally got on there. Well, yeah, because at that point, it became the, ol- the old guy who didn't care anymore. Yeah, I I'd- I just I know that the drivers have to take accountability for themselves with it. And I understand <laughs> that. I just, I look back at what NASCAR did when it came to signing with big brands and then getting stuff for their drivers working with the teams. And at this point, it just sort of feels like we're just going to go and do the same thing over and over and over again that we've done for the last 15 years. And eventually it'll work, right? I, it's, I just, it frustrates hmm. me. It frustrates yeah, me it. that when I was a kid, I could go down the road and see, you know, whoever the hell was in the four car. You know, in the Kodak car, like I think at that point it would have been Travis Quapple, and two
2: thousand, yeah, two thousand five, yeah. And
4: I'm seeing him on billboards running thirty fifth every week. That's
2: crazy. And now
4: <laughs> I can't go up to where I used to live up in Illinois and probably even see one NASCAR driver on anything unless it's Dale Junior or Jeff Gordon. It's yeah. it just it frustrates yeah. me. But but yeah, I can very tired of it. But I can see like seven or six you know eight or whatever f1 drivers everywhere i can see like i I, I forgot what it was i think it was like i think i saw wnba like one of their (laughs) players at a gas station when i stopped It's wnba (laughs) like. but we can't get a nascar driver there unless it's loves because of a sponsor
2: and hard times for sure so definitely they got to change the philosophy of how to market their drivers i mean we can preach and preach but they gotta they gotta listen eventually so but hey, good, good, um, excellent conversation on that. And um, we are just at the top of the hour. But uh, before we uh, get into the final two races, we have the pole, the famous iceberg pole. Did my mic cut up? Uh, you just went muffled oh man I'm, I'm i'm close i'm close to getting it consistently right it's been years but I'm, I'm close this time i promise but jared go for the poll it's
4: gonna be a great section of the show because like we go from poll straight into uh super chats right after this so there's yeah. plenty of plenty yeah. of fun with uh with what you guys are saying but i asked uh what did you think of the 2023 noco 400 and i was surprised i i will say the first hour or so like net positivity was over 75%, and I I was genuinely shocked. Uh, It did go down, though, over time. So 8% said this is a great race. 46% said good. So 54% net positive, which for our very positive voters is uh, below. 29% average, 11 below average, 5 bad. So 16% uh, said it was net negative. The first comment was from MVR owner. So positive, negative, or mean? Positive. 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 Payne is a Logano fan, but he was irrelevant all race. I'd say solid race, and I'm glad it's a 400-mile race instead of 500. And then edit. LOL, did anyone else see the post-race where Larson's crew accidentally dropped the clock? Oh, they <laughs> did? I didn't did see that? that. And then oh, God. edit two. Is it just me or does Chase Elliott look like Ryan Blaney without a mullet?
0: <laughs>
4: I, my I question swear. is why
0: were the crew why were the larson crew guys trying to where were they taking the clock like does the they, clock ever get picked up doesn't usually just like sit there and look uh, cool
4: i saw I before know, the man. race they were like sort of wheeling it around
0: yeah they probably have like a little wagon or something for it i don't know they were, the I, fact I, they dropped it though that's funny they
4: that's were talking funny. about one of the clocks i don't know if it was for the cup race <laughs> but one of the clocks like was made by the student group i'm like so did like some woodwork class in high school make one of these because if so they deserve <laughs> a freaking a uh, uh, but
3: uh, imagine, imagine like it just falls apart like yep, the, the students definitely worked on that
4: <laughs> uh looking at the the comments here NASCAR Sam got the top voted one saying this race was definitely better than last year's but still feels like a far cry from gen 6 martinsville yeah fair yeah I agree <laughs> Johnny says, that's just his name, Johnny. Hi Johnny. Johnny. Hi Johnny. Uh says, Martinsville is such a great track. We'll be there for the fall race. Can't wait.
2: Dang, well, hey, hey, wow. wow hey, he's still, he's still in love with it. Still in love with it.
4: Wolfion 0617 says, very impressive for Stuart Haas not to suck. <laughs> Finally, right? There's a long time coming. Definitely. I feel like you shouldn't have to brag
3: about that though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Oh, no, we suck again. We suck again. (laughs) Uh, Looking a little further down, Vincent says, not the best first half, but the second half was good. Didn't see Chase coming back for a top 10 after how he'd been all day. That was impressive. Congrats to Larson. Very impressive. Uh, Another one here. Harvick may be the unluckiest driver in the sport. Doesn't help that his crew isn't doing him any favors.
2: I mean didn't they get it was on but then there was some type of malfunction right i, I, I don't remember but basically the wheel was all messed up so i it, they got it on but it must have not been on all the way i think it was something but, like that and it ended up like bending or yeah. it was similar
0: to whatever happened to Almarola at phoenix yeah. a few weeks
2: ago but basically basically it didn't come off so the crew stays intact there there won't be a uh what is it two week or four week vacation <laughs>
4: Uh, I'm gonna read this one, even if I don't necessarily agree with it, just so that I can uh, maybe oh. troll a stray oh. David Land out there. Oh, okay. Sparky okay. T88 says, "Still watching the replay, but so far much more interesting than IndyCar this week."
2: Oh. Wow, I was thinking the opposite. I don't know. <laughs> I like the the strategy and stuff. By the way, shout out to Kyle Kirkwood, first uh, career IndyCar
4: victory in the Long Beach Grand Prix. That's pretty big. Good, good day, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, looking further down, Josh says on a positive note, Talladega should be good to decent at the very least. Um, yeah. Maximo says, Clean Air 400 better than last year, but still not what it's supposed to be. Peace. Mm-hmm. That's just peace it's sign. Peace.
0: Not what it's supposed to be. That's what I'm gonna start saying about yeah, things that not what it's
4: supposed to be. That
0: fall below my expectations. <laughs> not That's not what it's, not supposed, what it's to supposed, supposed to
4: be. Yeah, <laughs> it's not what it's supposed to be. Uh looking at the last comments here, I think oh God. I can read the, them. The gutters. I yeah, I, I think I can read the gutter comments, but nice. I can, I can. Okay. So <laughs> the third Lois is from The Sloth Nerd, and it is <laughs> so tired of Hendrick. So so tired of them.
2: Damn. Well, hey,
4: they got, got haters. Yeah, they got haters. <laughs> uh I don't know how to read this, but I'm just gonna call you desk. A terrible, horrifically boring rates. Okay. Horrifyingly Man, that was, boring. That that was low? Damn, I'm surprised that wasn't high. Uh, I told you our commenters are very positive. Yeah, very indeed. Uh, and I don't know how the hell to read this last one's name, so I'm just <laughs> not gonna do it. Uh <laughs> but again, these are not my comments. Just uh. preface, you know, prefacing this with that. Uh, His comment is NASCAR is so trash. Just late cautions that lead to drivers who win only because of late cautions. I like Larson, but NASCAR races are so, so, so far from pure racing.
2: Yeah, I I agree with the last part. Yeah. I mean, like, what was the last caution? When was the last caution? Like 40, 30 to go, maybe? Something
4: like that. Uh, Something like that.
0: Yeah. What would you consider to be the most pure form of racing? Roller derby. To me, (laughs) <laughs> i like that i was gonna say the 100 yard dash
2: <laughs> yeah like track track it well actually hold on hold on no not track and field because people be juicing in that sport, so i don't know ooh, about that ooh, yeah man. remember i don't know about, about marathon about. running
4: <laughs> well yeah 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 Med, that, you you really can't do too much juicing because it affects your heart and uh mm-hmm. i'm just telling you now running two you hours you gotta be able to go long term well yeah. you know two hours but, but plus like when you look at like those like ethiopians that win the marathons and stuff they are like when, when i thought i was a twig as a kid like the, there's, no, a, there's a dude who was like 99 pounds and six fours like yeah. how do you stand? From,
3: from kenya or some but, shit like base, that. <laughs> basically think of it if you're juicing for a marathon Think of it like you're taking an NHRA engine to a NASCAR race <laughs> and expecting that to work for the whole entirety that, of it.
4: I like that analogy. I'm That's just good. I'm gonna be fast for the first quarter mile, and we're just gonna yeah, coast yeah. the rest of the way.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> You know what? That sums up my marathon uh, um, in a nutshell. Yeah, I brought the NHRA engine. It's just, I had coasted it the rest of the way home. Oh my god! It's but, all right. uh,
4: I I brought I brought the 500 mile engine to the 600 mile race. So, <laughs> uh,
2: hey, we finished though. That's all that counts. But uh, is that it for the poll?
4: That's it.
2: And once again, that'll do it for this edition of the famous iceberg poll on the nascar weekly podcast um before we move on we got to get through these two races um that should be that should be relatively quick though xfinity i didn't watch that i was at the fairgrounds working with idk um so what did you guys think of the race uh the race
0: the weekend yeah i mean uh, it was very good i mean i mean other than you know Nemechek was really strong the gibbs cars were really fast once again we were talking before the stream jrm was kind of off once more minus mm-hmm. josh barry who Put himself behind early, but he charged through the field late. He was fun to watch. Yeah. So uh, it, was, it was a good race. It's, that that felt more like Martinsville.
4: All that went through my head with the burnout was that Richard Petty quote: "Get the fuck, get the fire extinguisher, get the sir. fire extinguisher." <laughs> Dude, we should make it mandatory for every
2: burnout celebration. Like every driver should be required to burn down their car, literally, <laughs> for every. Yeah, that was that, 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 that was the best me, sponsor
3: plug. Makes yeah. me wonder: Are they going to start? you know restricting what you can and can't do when they have those mud flaps on it because that seems uh, to be the common denominator there i
2: feel like that's up to the teams the team should really fix that though i i feel like i mean like if you don't want it to catch on fire maybe like i don't know like change up the way they're they're set up or something i don't
4: i don't know i'm not sure I, i'm not sure how you guess, fix it but i hope they don't I, I hope they don't put a rule in place like no yeah. burnouts when we have them because then you're
2: that's lame yeah
4: that's that's lame bro and then what else happened? Oh, yeah, Sam Mayer has, like, one of the
2: longest middle fingers I've ever seen in my life. That was long, bro. Like, but, hey, yeah, it was totally understandable because who dumped him? Who dumped him again?
4: Oh, it was... um... I remember off the top of my head oh
3: ryan Trucks, ryan Trucks. yeah yeah, it was another jgr car dumped him resulting in also the other monster energy car being took out so the irony yeah. from last year yeah so you're
4: saying yeah. He, this is him flipping flipping them off like yeah. basically
2: yeah yeah that's what it looked like from the screenshots yeah i was like damn Hey, hey, hey! Don't put that out too often, otherwise it'll just fall off or something. I don't know. The wind might take it or something. I don't know. <laughs> it was that long, man. but um, but okay. yeah, um, but uh, John Hunter Nemechek, uh scores the victory, burns the house down. Um, not much to, to really say about that. Solid. You know? It was just yeah, solid race. It was a solid race. I wish I could have watched it because the race I watched the night before, oh my gosh, the Truck Series race, a uh, a total mess um basically only um um, we were half and half you know basically um this race was a nice sweet Arnold Palmer half and half right (laughs) but um uh, 62 laps green and then 62 laps yellow um and it, it was a very um interesting race be um just off the fact that They uh, brought out the supposed rain tires, but then in reality, they're actually really damp tires. Eric, do you want to explain that a little bit more for those who may not? Yeah,
0: I mean, they kept, they called them the wet weather tires, but a lot of people kind of just slang would call them rain tires. And then when they wouldn't use them in the rain, I think it resulted Mm -hmm. in a lot of frustration and confusion and irritation. Uh, For the first time using wet weather tires on an oval in competition, I think they handled it pretty well. Yeah, the track was really dry when they put them on at the beginning, but you know it was you're dipping your toe into this new experiment it was it was fine you didn't want to turn into a joke and i don't think you did but to end the race due to a light rain with not much really wasn't really any standing water on the track it just it begs the question well then why are there mud flaps and windshield wipers on these trucks or cars (laughs) yeah if you're not going to race in those conditions so uh it, it didn't like how it ended um but yeah, I, there's a ton of reasons it sounded like as to why. Yeah, I saw yeah, things on Twitter. There were smaller teams that had only bought one set of tires because, you know, it's $2,400 apparently for a set of these tires. That's, I mean, that's a pretty huge chunk of some of these smaller yeah. truck teams' budgets. They didn't, you know, NASCAR maybe after the fact was like, well, shoot, we don't want to make all the teams put them back on.
2: Well, some were <laughs> tweeting. They were pissed. They were pissed. Yeah, though.
0: some were oh, really upset. Yeah. I think the easy solution is just do what you do on road courses. NASCAR doesn't dictate what tires you put on, the teams do teams can decide do we want to put on slicks and risk it or do we want to put on rain yeah. tires and hope they don't burn off too fast let's yeah. let the teams decide And if the, those those smaller budget teams could if all they had to put on their trucks were their slick tires then they'll they'll just you know try to meet minimum speed or maybe they'll park I, it you I, know it is what it is i mean i think
4: the the big problem with this is that it was marketed as we're gonna race in the rain rain tires yeah. rain 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 yeah. rain 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 yeah. was the word we use these should be called moist tires <laughs> because damp, that's but damp. mostly
0: dry because that's what they used him for
4: yeah yeah i i just i i just think it was the way they marketed it and and i, I saw one of the quotes from a spotter or somebody or maybe somebody like a crew chief it was like, why are they're like, why are we going out there at this point and then doing this and then not racing? And it's like, yeah, we're just doing so TV can pat themselves on the back. And that's really what it felt like Because the whole time. It's just Michael Waltrip. This is the greatest race. Yeah, ever. I like this racing. y'all. Look how
3: amazing it is. He was yeah. like, damn,
4: Eric, this, yeah, <laughs> No, he's like, this is groundbreaking for our sport. All right. This is, I mean, Eric, don't,
3: don't act like you're surprised to here this. It it's Michael uh, Waltrip.
2: Damn. He's I think soft. I caught, I think I caught you, uh, off guard or guard, Eric. I like, just, like, th- I <laughs> didn't expect a... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that. Was, that was a hell of an impression. Oh,
3: man. But you know what? That was wait, a wait, major. Wait, oh, wait, God. wait. All right. Uh, Jared, can, can you give me an impression of Michael Waltrip after winning the 2003 Daytona 500?
4: Very important to say. Um, Oh, it's the most amazing thing! It's green, yeah, it's raining. <laughs> wow, there are one other. Uh,
2: you can't ever go wrong, Miman Mikey. Um, Mikey. And he, he hasn't raced in years. This is funny. <laughs> That's the funniest part about it. But um, you know, while the tire situation was a major storyline, uh, I gotta ask all this: w- w- What's happening with Carson hosevar Like, like <laughs> he keeps doing he he keeps doing all this, excuse my language, dumb shit. So, Eric, I mean, like. This is like the third or fourth time he's done something, right? You go back to last year, um, um, the um, um, the Vegas spin, uh, manufacturing a caution, the same thing at Talladega, and then you know he, IRP. he um he yeah R P right hooked uh, um um Howard um Kobe Howard I think I think that's his name Kobe Howard um and yeah now you have this with uh I believe it was Taylor Gray um now at first I was gonna give him the benefit of the doubt because it looked like his tire went flat and while it did go flat. Before though, it looked like he was, was sort of not aiming for him there. And and you know, yeah, not yeah. only not only does the fan base call him out, but even like spotters and even Denny Hamlin's like, Yeah, he's been getting away with this stuff for too long. Now he hey, tweeted Denny Hamlin, Denny Hamlin puts himself everywhere now. I'm just gonna say
0: that. He yeah, he's soccer. the center of every conversation. Yeah. He tweet he tweeted out, What is wrong with that kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> because at first I was seeing some people like, oh no, he just um he just uh, blew a tire, but then as soon as you know we saw more replays, it's like yeah. uh and then once NASCAR gave him the two lap penalty, that was it
4: might be oh. an obscure reference. Maybe it's not actually really popular. So I, you know, I used to watch avatar, the last airbender as a kid, and there's a flashback episode showing Zuko and Azula's childhood upbringing. And Azula is a horrible tyrant, all this stuff. She runs out of the room. And her own mother just goes, what is wrong with that child? And that's all I <laughs> can think of when I read that tweet, you know, Someone should edit that. They should edit him doing the pit maneuver and then just have (laughs) uh, have Zuko's mom going, what is wrong Mm. with that child?
2: I mean, because look, Harv I'm getting the sense that he's going from one of these young potential prospects that fans are hopeful for to where to now he's like he's like being viewed more as a clown driver on the track. I mean, Eric, am I am I overreacting there or am I doesn't?
0: no, I, I mean, I think he's going down that route. I think your own point on that respect. Um, he certainly has the respect of some in the industry, but he's obviously losing the respect of many others. Uh, and I just, you know, we, I had him on, uh, you know, on um, on my channel a few weeks ago, and you can tell he's really focused this year. He expects a lot of himself. He expects to be in the championship conversation. He expects to win races this year, and he's got one, but you know, it's still clear that he, he's prone to losing focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave him the benefit of the doubt at Texas. I think most of us did because uh, guys in front of him were getting loose. And yeah, Josef Ar kind of finished him off, but he didn't start the issue. It's not on him to lift in that case. A lot of yeah. us gave him the benefit of the doubt, but he's just, he's losing any benefit of the doubt with moves like this one, because yeah, I'm glad NASCAR at least parked him for two laps. It was obviously on purpose. Uh, yeah. He just he he can't keep getting away with it. And I i hope this is a wake-up call. I did notice I saw that Hosovar and uh Matt Weaver, of course, who's a great writer, uh, mm-hmm. race and motorsports writer, they had started like a podcast. There's them and some oh. other folks. And uh two, three episodes in, Hosovar uh announced his departure, <laughs> they announced that Hosovar is no longer doing the show oh. the week the week after uh this deal. Um, oh so mm-hmm. I, I don't know what's going on over there, but it just it just that that at least told me that this is kind of eating at host of R a little bit like shoot he knows he effed he up and he's he's like Man, I was trying to be focused this year he told me uh when I talked to him that he's not been wearing the, the goofy hats this year because he doesn't want any excuses he doesn't want people to look to that and say oh he's not focused he's not trying he's well, goofing off you gave him so, an- another reason
3: now so I I just
0: you know it, it's I hope he's doing well I'm glad this seems to have been a wake-up call he's like shoot yeah I did mess up I need to stop doing that this isn't you know, I'm not a teenager anymore. He's 20, I think. Maybe he's 21. Yeah. Um, yeah. you grown. You grown now. Yeah, no, he's, he's six five or something like that. Yeah. He's grown.
2: <laughs> he's been he's big. He's big. To listen, be
0: fair, I, listen, I, I, was six, I was six five at 15 years old. So never mind. That height doesn't necessarily <laughs> I've matter. I've never been six five. Yeah.
3: Carson, never. you're no longer just a a. a, a uh, in air stop motions anymore you're a real driver now yeah yeah
2: now you could have gotten away with that in uh in uh in the double e cup series
0: <laughs> yeah. maybe not
2: maybe not i'm not no, sure we did.
0: i don't <laughs> know if anyone ever right reared somebody in my series honestly i'd have to go back and look um go ahead, i'm a big oh, i'm no, a big Carson no. host of our fans i just remember, i'm a big host mm. of our fan clearly same, a lot same. of talent yeah. just you know i want him to clean this stuff up because mm. it's hurting his reputation it could hurt his reputation and ability to line, uh get deals and done with other teams in the future so um uh, yeah, yeah. I, I'm rooting for him. I, I hope this was a wake up call and based on what I've kind of seen, maybe it was. I
1: okay. I,
4: I hope it is. It's just that every time we think something'd be a wake up call or whatnot, or oh we can't do that again. He's getting the scrutiny, he does it. I, I do want to preface. I like him as a person, talking to him, I think he's great. The driver part, that's where, where I'm having the issue with. I, I personally think NASCAR should have sent the message and just parked him.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean like the two lap I mean, yeah, the two lap penalty. It was a um, it was a good message, but yeah, and an even stronger message would have been to Parkham because he's done this multiple times. He's done it
4: so many times, man. So, but last, yeah, eventually you gotta stop it. Last thing I saw, Denny delivers in the in the chat. Uh, I, that's what I was losing it at. How do I reach these kids? <laughs> that never gets old. That <laughs> never gets old. I like that.
2: But yep, that was the Martinsville weekend in a nutshell. Uh, you know, moving on now. You know, we had some some weather. Creep in on Friday, and I believe from the sound of it, it was stormy. But from the sounds of it, it looks like it's about
0: to get funky, funky,
2: funky.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That was the perfect timing.
3: Right foot now. Got me. Take it back now.
4: That's a stomp. No, nah, yeah. nah, I got to do that. I got to do that again.
2: And it's the Lightning Round on the NASCAR Weekly Podcast. Jared, what do we have on tap for tonight? Damn,
4: Eric, you got me. You got me. <laughs> I
2: was not expecting that.
4: All right, we got we got a good amount of stuff here. I saw this one uh added in last minute here. Johnny Sauter is going to be driving number 04 for Roper Racing uh oh. this weekend, replacing or or, or or
3: not this weekend, but just
4: moving forward. Moving forward. Oh, okay. Uh replacing Caden Honeycutt. Uh, who's why a six race deal
0: oh okay oh,
3: honeycutt was, Honeycut yeah. was
0: he was i know it was just bristol dirt but he was the show for part of that mm-hmm. race a yeah. couple weeks I to, ago
2: i was about to say
4: but uh, more clarification. these next two are pretty big here josh williams atlanta walk-off car is gonna be sold as a diecast oh yeah, checker get the you. records get the money ready yeah. Except that uh, this
0: this car was neither. Was it ever put on a
4: wrecker? I guess they had to get it off the track somehow. Maybe. they just pushed it next to <laughs> the NASCAR
3: hall. Well, 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 he parked at a checker. So yeah. Uh, <laughs>
4: Tony Stewart is an is an official NHRA top alcohol winner. Mm-hmm. He was him. so but, happy. He, gotta, he was more.
3: Got ha- to make sure you uh, specify that top alcohol. I accidentally thought it was top fuel. He's not
4: in that. Yeah, no. and
2: he, he looked way more happy than he has with uh, NASCAR as a uh, storehouse racing team. for
4: one. This one is great. <laughs> I love this next one. NAS, uh, NASCAR may be going through some big changes, and some of their tracks will do. Pocono may have a legal weed farm built next to it to maximize the profits of their excess land. And Indianapolis, an Indianapolis and Coda are looking to possibly build amusement parks next to them, according to Adam Stern. Coda um, land. I've been looking so at that. that. I'm excited.
3: If you get mad that Pocono becomes less family-friendly, hey, just go to Indy and Coda for the music park. So there you go.
2: There you go. But hey, yeah. Hey, man, you have to be in the chat. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know
0: what what day tomorrow is.
2: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. (laughs) Oh,
0: shit, it really is.
4: (laughs) That's right. I,
0: if you're listening to this as a podcast, uh, it probably already is that day. Hey, hey, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: Tune in this podcast tomorrow at 4:20 p.m.
4: Yeah, I'm 4:20. Actually, I, I might be able you. to get it up by 4:20. I'm gonna put it up at 4:20 a.m. tonight or tomorrow. Cha cha, real oh, smooth.
3: Wait. Can you get it at the 4:20? Never mind. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Too many 4:20 references. All right, let's go. Let's keep going. Uh ending this baby off here. So a couple of them. Two things here. Two big ones. I want to get through this before we say anything. Uh, Ricky Graven and Kurt Busch will be the honorary starters at Darlington, celebrating mm. the 20-year Jesus twenty year anniversary. Wow. Of that's, that's
2: crazy. That's crazy. Wow. And
4: last one. Dimitri, Ka, uh, the con artist. Has Dimitri. Been, <laughs> Dimitri has stepped down it. from being CEO of Motorsport <laughs> Games, though he is still on the board of directors.
3: The uh, uh, the person who's taking over for him is the former president who had formerly stepped down uh, due to is- issues that he saw. But also it's like Costco is still remaining on as a board member. I don't expect anything different.
2: Yeah, I don't know. From what it sounds like, that company's in complete we'll, turmoil. So we'll, something, to CFO?
4: Something, to yeah. <laughs> something to bring up, something to bring up, something to bring up. Is uh, and I'm not saying this as like a, a bootlicker or you know one. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say if the, something comes out to buy the game so we can mm-hmm. pay for the next one. But what I am saying is that I did see from Gary Owen's video, I think it was that this guy also was uh, helping make the 2010 through 2014 F1 games too. Okay,
2: I those mean those were, were pretty those good. were. Those were yeah yeah
4: those were decent at the and, very least yeah and last but not least tonight not four twenty tonight at eleven fifty nine central time so yes you That's may saying. be four twenty for some of you uh <laughs> the top seventy five cup drivers of all time list is due it's tonight I will not accept any others of them uh and no late me, work we have dozens already so. I'd, I'd like more. Make my workload more. I want to see your opinions. Please, weekly podcast again, guest. Weekly podcast mm-hmm. guest at gmail.com.
3: Yeah. I'm really glad we're only doing the cup drivers because I've been seeing some of the debate on some of these people that NASCAR has been bringing out every now and again. And I'm like, ooh.
0: ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Yeah, with yeah, that. Like, like yeah. Like Randy LaJoy being on the list. It's like, mm-hmm. well, no, um, probably not what for a cup it? series. You wouldn't be on there. Was.
3: Was Mike Stefanic? He was on there at time. He was on there. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he's a
0: Hall of Famer, so of course, yeah, it, that
3: makes sense.
4: Yeah. But I'm glad. I'm glad we're second to Cup drivers too. It's yeah. like yeah, I agree. see. MBR owner says, "How have dozens done all 75? I gave you guys three and a half. Months Wait, to we do gave
2: it. y'all. Yeah, we gave y'all so much time, bro. The, like, basically, we're like the professors. So if you don't turn it in, that's on you. F all the way. F. You minus, can't afford no a zero work. in
1: the grade no, book.
2: No, no makeup work, no extra credit, nothing like that, bro. Like y'all had three months to do this. So see me after class <laughs> it's hard though i get it it's hard it's hard but that's why i got mine done early but yeah but that'll be it and, and... That's for this edition of the famous lightning round on the nascar Weekly podcast i was waiting for eric to do something i was i thought he was gonna do something again so i was just like mm. I, I, I saw his face i yeah.
4: want to apologize for like thousand plus audio listeners like every time they hear it just go out for five or six seconds. That's just normal. That's Darian. Oh.
0: They yeah. know they they expect it at this point. Yeah. Uh, they're like they're yeah. checking their earbuds. Like, oh, what?
2: what? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry guys. But anyways, moving on. Uh we can get through these topics pretty quickly before we uh get to picks. But uh in recent news, um in this caught, oh my gosh. A Lot of the ignorant parts of the fan base were really pissed off about this one. And yeah, it was crazy. I I I knew immediately as soon as I saw Adam Sir tweet this. Oh, yeah, it's gonna get a mixed reaction. You know, like fans are um some fans are gonna know what um what uh he's uh referring to, others are gonna be like, not a non-NASCAR, but NASCAR making major um eco changes. Uh, NASCAR to have new sustainable fuel by 2028, not electric. Let me say that again, not electric. Um, new sustainable fuel, um, and then EV charging ports at venues. Uh, Renewal, um, uh, excuse me, um, renewable energy powered uh, electricity, and vows to be carbon neutral by
4: 2035. So, fellas, just. This- I mean, is there I'm, really I'm gonna, much to say on this? Or? I'm going to be completely honest here, uh, and I know they that they you know they're doing this. It's the way everything's going. Uh, I I was in that boat saying you know instead of going electric, at make you know make more kind of sustainable fuel the way that like Formula One does. They're doing that. Yeah. I don't. But outside of that, like this whole green initiative, and I'm not saying this out of any malice or going on the other side. I just I personally don't care about the whole issue NASCAR or outside of NASCAR with it. I just, I don't care. Like it's, it's not going to affect me at the track. You know, people show up and they're, you know, they're little chargeable cars and charge them at the track now. So good for them, but it's yeah. not going to affect me as, as long as it's not affecting my experience as a fan, I don't really care. Wait, but yeah. wait, you yeah. mean, wait? hold
2: on. You mean to tell me that NASCAR is not going to die because of this? What? <laughs>
3: I worked in car sales for a year, so I've I've seen how it is on the sales side of it. You know, the bottom line is for all car dealerships, the car manufacturers, they need these to succeed. So that's just just the hand that they've all been dealt at this point. Chevy, Toyota, mm-hmm. Ford, don't matter who it is, they need to have some kind of electric component in their car, and they need it to succeed in order just to to make it these days. And that's just where the car industry's heading.
0: Well, I'd made the comment like a few weeks ago after the Super Bowl. If you watch the Super Bowl, every car commercial during the Super Bowl was promoting some sort of an electric vehicle. Yeah. Every single one. Yeah, <laughs> and see, I'm for better or worse, that's where the industry is heading. I'm not smart enough to know if that's a good idea. I know I don't know what goes into the development of these cars. I don't know what kind of drain on resources they are. I don't know how sustainable the idea of a full fleet of electric vehicles truly is. I'm not smart enough to. Know that. I just can see with my eyes that every major car manufacturer is focusing on electric vehicles. Mm. And historically, NASCAR has relied very heavily on OEM support to stay relevant for teams to be competitive. And so at some point or another, NASCAR is going to at least have to, you know, they're going to at least have to play somewhat nicely with these manufacturers. And that doesn't mean turning the Cup Series into an electric vehicle series. But the reason I'm sensitive to this is because I do think an electric support series for NASCAR that's been rumored is a fantastic idea. And so to see so many fans immediately jump out of their chair at the the very mention of green or electric, it's a little disheartening. Because, yeah, if the Cup Series went electric in the next 10, 15, 20 years, maybe even after that, that'd be disappointing. I would have a hard time adjusting to that. But NASCAR absolutely should have some sort of an electric series, even if it's just an exhibition series. They should absolutely consider that because manufacturers will eat it up. That might be a great way to get a new OEM interested in NASCAR into the sport. It's more racing. It's more content, potentially different drivers, different teams participating. Who doesn't want to see that? You don't have to watch, but if it's great, you might watch. So that's what bothers me is fans immediately jumping at anything electric and saying how bad it is, how awful it is. It's like, well, no, like, sure. If Hendrick Motorsports wheels out an electric car and that's what wins the cup series championship in five years, that would be a t- tough to adjust to. But electric and NASCAR absolutely has a place. It just, you know, that, a separate series. It,
4: that's for me. It's always like the entire issue itself. As long as it I as long as it doesn't start going in and I have to be mandatory do anything, or I have to watch the cup series. Like if I had to watch the cup series or Xfinity or Trucks. Be an electric series and and you know go by me like as long as I don't have to see that I probably you know if they do one like my idea was why don't you do if you want to do your stadium racing and bring it out to different areas that never seen it before do some kind of college maybe college supported series that goes to stadiums something like that uh but you know that's that's my whole thing like. As long as I'm not forced to drive the track in an electric car and watch electric cars all the time and then have to be forced, oh, I have to be forced to hear the damn Chevy ads all the time with electric cars. Like mm-hmm. as long as I don't have to change anything I'm doing in my life, I don't care with it in general. That That's my no, but, whole deal with it.
0: But I mean, that's what I'm thinking is the stadiums are the perfect setting for it. You could race in a dome mm-hmm. stadium. You could race anywhere. Like like there's, that's my thing is there's a place for an electric series in NASCAR And you don't have to watch, but it's it is disheartening when so many fans just immediately just shut down any talk of electrification related to NASCAR. That that's what I just I'd like to avoid that. It was funny.
4: Definitely weird. Talking about, you know, I, you know, having hybrids at any point and fans don't like that. And that's probably the best way they're going to add another one or two hundred horsepower in the future. Yeah, uh, that's that's the funniest part about it. I will
3: say this. It was kind of crazy when I was looking at the hybrid Camry versus standard Camrys and hybrids got a lot more horsepower. They definitely Mm -hmm. got up and drove a lot more when I was selling cars. Yeah.
2: So fan base, be careful what you wish for now, you know, because you want more horsepower. This could be the only way. But yeah, I don't really have anything else to say on that. I think we've uh, just about covered that. But uh, moving on to the final topic before uh, we get into the uh, Talladega picks. Uh, you get a penalty, you get a penalty, you get a penalty, you get a penalty, everybody gets penalties every week. Oh, but uh colleague, we'll uh we'll uh rescind your penalty though. You're good. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh the penalty report, colleague wins their appeal, and then Austin Dylan is penalized. How will this affect Austin Dylan's legacy? <laughs> I, <was kidding. laughs> I saw I saw Denny Delivers post like that tweet, and then the um um the picture of the um I think the show's canceled now. His uh, old show on <laughs>
0: oh the reality show <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
2: I think it's canceled now but oh god oh gosh I had to go back to the memory banks with that one but anyways Austin Dillon and the three team have been penalized sixty driver slash owner points and five playoff points Dillon's crew chief uh Keith um Rot um Roden uh, has been suspended two races and fined seventy five thousand dollars but as for colleague uh they were award- awarded all of their points back. And the uh, crew chief suspension and fine are still going to be in place. But what's funny is now that they, um, now that um, they've gotten all their points back, Danny made me laugh because he um, pointed out, um, yeah, they're 25th and 26th in points, so they're
3: still they're still not running up to par. A, a difference yeah. of one point from each other.
2: Yeah, so still a lot of work to do. It's good they got the penalty back, but I was expecting a lot more from them so far. We're still a quarter of the way into the season, though. Maybe things might change, but um, it's not very likely. But, uh, uh, Jared, let's get into um, uh, your thoughts on it. I mean, just another penalty. Um, But, I mean, Cotley gets their points back, but then Austin Dillon
4: gets penalized. So, I mean, is this going to be a regular thing each week? I mean, at this point it has been, but I think we should separate them in the sense of – which is which with the colleague side of it, the 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 talking about the fairness stuff. On one hand, I'm like, yeah, that that is good, and I do want NASCAR to be fair. On the other hand, any the I, the only other time I can ever think about NASCAR calling something fair, and I know I'm gonna tick off a bunch of Jeff Gordon fans Uh-oh. here. I knew it. 2013. <laughs> we need to be fair and change the rules for our second most popular driver. So I'm very skittish on being pro fair being the rule book used in changing why and how we govern the sport. Uh, I I like it on face value. I like it. I'm just, what other times can a team bring up? Well, Hey, 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 in the past, this wasn't penalized as much. It'd be more fair to deduct our penalty. Like I, I, yeah. it's, it's, it's a, a, a weird, road.
0: it's a weird precedent. And I, that's why in my video, I talked about how this just needs to be like, a clean reset. And this is before the Austin Dillon penalty, but like <laughs> after the news that NASCAR stepped in and said, Hey, colleague, we're going to give you your points back to at least put your penalty on the same tier as Hendrick Motorsports." Like after that, cause that was breaking all sorts of precedent. I just think you need a clean reset back to what the mm-hmm. rule book says. NASCAR don't expect a handout like that from NASCAR. Again, don't expect them to come in and save the day and, and try to save face and you know what save face from what's been a bad couple of PR weeks. So that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it's just a clean, a clean slate because I'm kind of with you, Jarrett. It looks good. I think it is probably fair, but I don't know how I feel about NASCAR making this exception. Like, how do you think the Ford teams last year, like RFK, SHR, Front Row, and maybe their penalties are way more justified than the Louver penalties? But still, they're sitting back and thinking, "Well, damn." Like, you know, I don't know. I ultimately NASCAR wants. NASCAR wanted both colleague and Hendrick to have hundred point penalties. Like they wanted the full penalties to stick. When the appeals panel made their inexplicable decision in the Hendrick case, NASCAR's hand was kind of forced. So very awkward scenario. Not sure exactly how I feel about it, but at least in the short term, I think it was, yeah, it was the fair call.
4: Yeah.
2: Fair call. Fair call for sure. As far as the colleague sides. Now, for Austin Dillon, um, his car got sent to the R&D Center as well as Ryan Priest's, I believe. I believe Brock Cockers yes. had said that. Um, so, yeah, they're just picking the cars at random, and they're just like, hey, they're finding this. Now, Austin Dillon's car did pass uh, post-race inspection, but then upon further review, they found something they didn't like. And now he has the penalty. They're they're um going to uh, appeal, of course. But I did find it funny that um their tweet talking about it reminded me of the Tyler Reddick situation from last year. It had the same font and everything. It was set up. They, it was uh, um set up a similar way. And um at first I was saying, I'm like, damn, Tyler Reddick left them twice. How is that even possible? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then I, I made a little meme and i took the template and i put in the the big smoke order from yeah. gta san andreas
2: that's funny that's funny but really quick before we move on eric i'll start off with you i mean they'll appeal it you think they'll win when they're appeal
0: i have no idea because all we know is that there was an issue with the underwing it was the assembly it was like the just the what i don't know the i don't remember i'd I, have to reread the sentence i feel brain dead tonight i for whatever reason um we don't know what the issue was Uh, and rcr's statement you know when hendrick released their statement they were like hey there was inconsistent communication there was this blah blah uh rcr didn't give any of those details they were short sweet to the point very honest i i don't I, i don't really know i think there's a good chance they get the penalty maybe modified slightly lessened slightly but i i don't know i i honestly don't
4: you know NASCAR did change the rules though that whatever the penalty is, the only change it can be is down to the minimum penalty based on what NASCAR said. So, I mean, there's I still think they're going to get a points penalty no matter what. Yeah, I agree with the points. Well, penalty it, it part. could
0: still be fully rescinded. They have the right to fully yeah. rescind it, but they 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 have to like say, oh, they were not guilty. Huh. You know, Danny
3: yeah i'm with eric on that one they could but more realistically they will have some kind of points uh, penalty in the grand scheme of things i think especially now that they have just went through all this and it's like okay now we got to really set the rules here a little bit yeah
2: so we'll see how that develops but like jared said earlier becoming a uh, a, a weekly thing we've had penalties almost every week of the season so far right i want to say like maybe like six of the nine races maybe Nice. nice. Uh, nice. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting
4: uh I'll be real when I put together the points ticker, I'm getting really sick of having to change people every Wednesday. I know. Yeah, Stay in the they, same they, damn place. They always upload like yeah, they always like announce the points stuff like the day of the podcast and I'm thinking
2: I'm like oh yeah, Jared's got to change all that. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very funny. But um yeah, we'll see um how their appeals process goes. But uh fellas, it is time for talent
1: it's
2: Aladega. Oh, boy. Talladega Super Speedway. And
4: you need to get a compressor. <laughs> i know
2: sorry. sorry i'm sorry i keep it's getting a little late so i'm I don't know, basically no
3: jared reason. saying that you couldn't have uh, applied for american idol back in like 2020 when it all would be done virtual because they wouldn't have been able to tell what you was uh singing there
2: <laughs> <laughs> if i would have auditioned for american idol back in like the early 2000s i would have definitely gone viral in those days for how bad i would have been for sure mm. <laughs> for sure but yeah no talladegas this weekend um, but before we get into the information uh some um, some weekend notes Bobby Allison Donnie Allison and Red Farmer famous members of the famous Alabama game, will uh will give the command for the cup race and the cup race name is the Geico 500 they've like been sponsoring this race since what like 14 15? 15
3: Yeah, still have a long ways to go to beat the errands days, but they've been around for a while.
2: Hey, no props to them for sticking around in the sport, too. Appreciate it. Um, uh, um, laps in total are 188. The start time is at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Fox slash MRN. Um, weather, uh, Sunday, a uh, beautiful and extremely nice 69 degrees. With a twenty-two, um, um, excuse me, but uh, also cloudy with a twenty-two percent chance of rain. The defending race winner is Ross Chastain, and as for the Xfinity Series race, the AG Pro Three Hundred. God, I always feel like the Xfinity Series always has these weird names all the time, (laughs) basically nowadays, especially this season. I don't know. Yeah, Um, but um, laps in total 113. The start time is 4 p.m. Eastern time on FS1. And you can listen to it on MRN, the Motor Racing Network. And then um, uh, on Saturday, uh, 70 degrees, partly cloudy with a 25% chance of rain. The defending race winner is Noah Gregson. And before we get into um the picks we have to go over the betting odds the famous betting odds on the nascar weekly podcast and for talladega you know it's going to be damn near even uh joey logano plus 1,000 uh ryan blaney plus 1,100 denny hamlin plus 1,200 as well as chase Elliott coming back in his second start um coming back uh or um i was about to say ryan blaney again uh william byron plus 1,400 and that will do it for the favorites. As for the best of the rest, Brad Keselowski plus 1500, my personal favorite of the best for the rest. Kyle Bush or actually it's really it's the uh, it's the Kyle and Kyle show. Kyle Bush and Kyle Larson entered this weekend at plus 16 and 1800. Um uh Christopher Bell is also plus 1800 and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. rounds it out for the best of the rest at plus 2000. Now it's time for the famous underdog segment. Eric Jones is plus 3000. Austin, the real deal, is 4,500. Corey LaJoy is plus 5,500. Um, 5, Todd Gillen plus 9,000. And finally, another favorite of mine, Riley Herps 10,000. He has a top 10 at Daytona. Remember, only one cup series start. Top 10, baby. Top 10. So, hey, you never know. You never know. But um, before we move on to the uh, picks, let's go over the NWP Fantasy League standings really quick. And uh, it's been a solid season for me and others. Um, But right now, um, Kansas Legacy 2 is the points leader, less than 10 points ahead of Wrecky Spinhouse. Eric approving. Yeah, Eric. Yep, he approves that. In third is Sean48NY. In fourth is Black Flags Matter. And rounding out the top five is Danny B. Wife. Good job, Claudia. Yeah, yeah. We're really competitive in this this year. This is fun. See, it's a lot lot more fun when you're uh, running up front, for sure. Um, as for the NW, um, as for the NWP fantasy league two, the second fantasy league. Oh no, we suck again. Blaney's pit crew has been killing it, but now sitting in P2 is black flags matter. Let's go. Let's go, baby. We're, we're on the comeback
3: trail. Let's do it. Um, P3 so is, your P, comp- f- is your top five and both of them now.
2: Yes, sir. So Consistency. I'm the only one who's top five. Rigged. In
3: both it's rigged. Oh
2: oh that ain't come on now give me my credit give me my credit <laughs> but in p3 is common chase l he had the l capital so that's funny um p4 is Racer roar 48 and rounding out the top five is jc underscore 43 i can't wait for this hey eric I already looks stressed what's wrong eric what's wrong what's wrong with you eric What's wrong with you, Eric? He
3: knows what we're about to say.
2: Yeah, he already knows what's coming. And oh, and you know what's coming too, Danny. You already know what's coming too. I, I'm, <laughs> I I'm fine, but... yeah, yeah, I can't let that go. <laughs> but um, hey, um, chat, keep doing your thing, chat, because right now the pick points look extremely close, especially uh one two. Eric is currently um in the lead with 166 oh, points,
0: but thank God.
2: right on right on the edge, right there chat you guys are just five points behind Eric and P3 is um is um Jared only minus 26 but then look at the bottom two I'm not in the basement no more let's
3: go in p4, basement boy is, I own it I am basement boy basement
2: boy activated and p4 is me minus 28 and rounding out the top five in the basement for now keywords for now is Danny B. Talks at minus 36. But, Jarrett, fun fact, though, didn't you say this is the closest the points have ever been overall up to this point since we started doing this?
4: Yeah, because anyone could get the points lead after this week. It's the first time we've made it a quarter of the way through the season like that.
2: Yeah, so it's still extremely competitive. Hey, hey, Eric, come on, cheer up. Chin, chin up now, chin up now. You're you're fine. <laughs> you're, you're, you're Debbie Downer now, man. Come on, but you're still will, a points leader.
3: I will say I don't expect me to change much because of what I already know about picks.
2: Oh, yeah, true. And hey, boom. Hey, we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see, though. Um, we'll see if it uh, changes up. But yeah, let's get into it. Only two races this weekend. Let's get right into Xfinity. Uh, who's going to win? Uh, I I got a feeling I already know. Like, Do, 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 I, we- do I still
0: get to go first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's numbers. how
3: that's how it, the rules work, Eric. Yes.
2: I'm
0: yep, just Eric. making sure I'm still the points leader. These last two weeks have been absolutely. Eric, I lot. just
3: said I just said you were the points leader. I know, twice. but I thought the, even chat, the had... chat even if they were ahead, they can't go before you, Eric. Oh, I guess that yeah. is a good
0: point. I thought the, <laughs> I thought the chat might have passed me. Suarez failed me at Bristol Dirt and um William uh, Byron. What the what was that this last uh, weekend? Uh, I like it goes from winning this race a year ago to like barely in the top twenty. He came
3: but... in as the best Hendrick car to start the weekend and was the worst finisher of them.
0: I know he had some sort of mechanical issue towards the end, but he wasn't even close to the top 10 before that. So I, I don't know what happened. Anyway, chat. I've given you a couple mulligans the past two weeks. Uh, that ends now that ends today. What do what what's that face, Jared? Well, you know, you are not a believer.
3: <laughs>
4: I, just, I, I already know what the chat's picking. It's already yeah. pretty clear. Yeah. I'm just yeah. going to uh, little production on air production meeting, letting the chat know uh, I have to have the, I put my picks in before everyone else, and then we send mm-hmm. they send the picks to me, so I have everything ready to go. So I, I kind of know how it's going to go a little bit here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Eric, who who's going to win the Xfinity race? I'll go
0: Austin Hill. I thought about throwing <laughs> like going different don't do it yeah but i'm gonna it. go austin hill how many of these races has he won this year he's, he's he won daytona he won atlanta know, right, right? Like he just, no. he just oh,
3: well Dallas. yeah
2: he won atlanta and las vegas but um, yeah two super speedway victories yeah
3: congrats eric you have the same pick as a chat it's very clear what they're yeah, yeah.
4: and also we're all it, are yeah are we all picking raise him your him? hand if you're picking austin hill
3: we're all picking him so this yeah. this race means nothing
2: yeah, so everyone, everyone stays same. Uh, we can the same. just move on. We yeah, can move on. We'll just move on now. But now to the main event. The Cup <laughs> Series race, the Geico five hundred. Eric, you start us off. Who is going to suck this weekend?
0: Ryan Priest is gonna suck. I don't know. Just going with it. He's not a super speedway guy.
4: Yeah. I'm gonna go with the guy that's wrecked in two super speedways so far this year, uh Kyle Larson. Holy crap, I get to go I actually get to go. It's, it's actually my turn. You, I could skip you a <laughs> few times you, like you did. Do you want
2: do you want to skip me? You can skip <laughs> <keep> me. <on.
3: laughs> I'm, no, I'm, k- I'm, I'm kidding. Go ahead.
2: Oh man. But no, nah, Martin Trix Jr. is gonna suck. Um and you know, I'm just super speedways aren't really his thing overall.
3: MTJ in the basement. I'm with Jared. It's it's Kyle Larson for me. Yep.
4: And as for the chat, uh they're picking Ty Dylan.
2: Yeah, I see a lot of seventy sevens. It seems to be an easy pick. But I'm seeing mm-hmm. some fives, but I mean, do we just want to we, go with Ty Dillon? Or...
4: Uh,
3: this,
0: give him Ty Dillon,
2: does, yeah, it it's how yeah. like this pick matters. Yeah, Ty Dillon, Ty Dillon. I'm but seeing it a lot take, of it, it would
3: take away a Larson pick for the win. Oh
2: no, no. Now, now they're going with seventy sevens. Now, though, <laughs> now that we started talking about it, yeah, it's the most consistent number I see. The fives were, um, they were close though, but
3: they're no. still pretty consistent, but. We'll go
2: with Ty Dill. We'll go
3: with Ty they, they might want Larson for later. You never know. Yeah. You never know.
2: But uh, Eric, you start us off with this one. Who is your underdog this weekend for Talladega?
0: So, again, this pick doesn't really count for points. So, uh, yeah, he's the points leader. But if you asked him, he would say that, yeah, he hates super speedway racing. But Christopher Bell, 3rd at Daytona. I think he was 2nd mm-hmm. in his dual race, too, if I remember. And 3rd at Atlanta. So, yep. something about this year, but Bell has actually been good on the Super Speedways. He's probably just a lot and of luck, I suppose, but uh, yeah, I'll go see Bell.
3: He's never won on a Super Speedway before, but believe it or not, I was talking to someone. They thought he did because they were confusing Eric Jones' win. Oh, this.
4: no. Ugh. Damn, damn, damn. Darn. Well, by the way, I said, chat. you can't pick 10. Uh, so, I'm actually going to put money on this guy this week just because while he's an underdog, I think he can do pretty darn well. Got his career best finish at a super speedway at Atlanta. I'm going Corey LaJoy.
2: And I'm
3: doing the same thing. Corey LaJoy, underdog. And I'm going to go with Chris Busher for my underdog for this one day. Uh, RFK has had good runs on the super speedway so far this year, and I could see Chris Busher doing very well. Now,
2: really quick, I'm seeing 38s, but chat. Are you aware that Zane Smith is in the 38 this
0: weekend? Todd Gillen's in the 36, so I, I, think so,
3: I, I would think they're still aware of
0: that. Okay, okay. Just want to make so sure. That's so weird that they that that's like. Why did they do that? Why did they not just put Zane in the 36? Because like, it was
3: already signed for
0: the 38. So. Yeah, but like, but like you knew Todd was in that car. Why would you not just sign Zane to the 36? I don't know. I don't Cause know.
3: Because the sponsor signed for the 36, so yeah. I'm seeing now I'm seeing
0: a lot more
2: 36s. I don't know some a few weren't aware but just give him Zane
3: yeah just give him
2: Zane I'm seeing more 36s. Zane is
4: still a a Uh, solid
2: one still a solid pick still a very solid pick and it's not for points anyway but this next pick is the main event it's time for
0: who's gonna win
2: who's gonna win at Talladega Eric hey no pressure Eric no pressure now
0: there's all the pressure. Best car at Daytona in the 500, I'm convinced, and he was con- in control of the Atlanta race until he just just didn't quite get greedy enough and finished that block on Joey Logano. Brad Keselowski will win
4: this race. This segment was why I was giggling earlier, because I had Brad, too. <laughs> Darren, who do you have? Who do you got, Darren?
2: Brad Keselowski. <laughs>
0: Guess who I had? Brad Keselowski! You gotta be kidding me. Dude doesn't want to race in like two years. Why'd we all pick Brad? I
3: don't
1: know. It mean, do just
0: makes sense.
1: <laughs> I oh think they're gosh. going with the Alvarola.
4: Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? I saw a bunch of tens. No, I oh, see a lot of they're, sixes. They're gone right, now.
3: We'll, we'll have to get the playoffs. I right see a lot of twos. I,
0: I, I see a lot of six and eight. I see okay. a lot of 12s as well. It's 8, 10, 12, and 6. Okay, so uh, let me okay. go over those numbers again. Uh, six, it's six, 6, 8, 10, 10. It's 6, 8, 10, 12. Okay, I'm, okay. I'm seeing,
3: yeah, 6, 8, 10, 12 All right. in that order.
0: All right, polls up. Oh, That is
4: funny. That is that is funny, though. I, hey, I'm so,
3: so we're literally not going to change if they... Yeah, well, we we will not change at all because of what we've done. <laughs>
4: yeah, uh, but if they pick Brad Keselowski, I don't have to make a graphic for next week because I already oh, have it ready. That's <laughs> funny. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. But-
3: Darren, I think we've got 200 votes. It doesn't seem like there's any more yep. coming in.
2: Nobody's getting anything. Brad Kozlowski's the pick. <laughs> I don't have to make aw. a new
1: graphic
4: this week. Yay. Wait, you no, I do because
2: Eric's going to get points.
3: <laughs> oh, man.
2: But hey, once again, thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. This has been a blast. Again, next week, April 26th, next Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time on the iceberg. Make sure to tune in. And once again, that'll do it for another episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. This is Black Flags Matter. Catch you next time.
3: Bye bye. Hell yeah! What the?
0: F-? Copy. Right on down. We
1: had to go fast. Unbelievable, man. Ready to keep your
0: head up. Oh boy! Oh my! Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. I'm done with it. Miss your face, that's fair. Steve, fail. you look beautiful. You're doing
1: great. Oh, ridiculous. Dude. Good job, man.